College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And for the final time for the 2019 college football season, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Hastings College Football today here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings wrapping up the 2019 season here and today on the road in Mitchell, South Dakota, as Hastings gets ready to take on the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Things have not gone as planned, according for the uh, Hastings College football team this year. Had a lot of high hopes back in the month of August when we started our uh, preseason workouts. The Broncos got out of the gates with a couple of nice wins over Oklahoma Panhandle State and Jamestown out of uh, North Dakota. But the Broncos have not won a game since September the 14th. Hastings has lost seven games in a row to Concordia, Doan, Morningside, Midland, Briarcliff, Dort, and last week losing at Northwestern 44-17. So Hastings comes to this final game of the regular season with a mark of two wins and seven losses. They are 1-7 and seven in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dakota Wesleyan basically in the same boat. They won their first game of the year in double overtime over Dakota State, 33-30. to Then actually, actually they lost that first game to uh, Dakota State, 33-30. to Then they won at Presentation College here in the South Dakota by a score of 44 to nothing. Since then, they've lost seven games in a row as well, basically to the uh, same teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They were able to pick up a win last week over Jamestown, 41 to 14. So a couple of teams that are hunkered down in the uh, bottom part of the Great Plains Athletic Conference standings will score off here this afternoon in Mitchell, South Dakota, where we couldn't ask for anything better in the middle part of November. We've got a partly sunny sky. Temperature will be at 51 degrees here at game time. Winds blowing out of the south at about 11 miles per hour. I'm Mike Will. I got to play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell has made the trip. He'll join us uh, alongside. And, Jimmy, we, we get to the the final game of the season. But I think uh, for both programs, it, it, it's a big football game. They like to uh, maybe use this the, the springboard into the uh, 2020 season. Well, you're exactly right. Both teams are really struggling. Hastings, uh, as you just said, losing seven in a row. It's been seven tough weeks to uh, to do Bronco football. We've seen a little bit of everything out of the Broncos. They've... Uh, Went from uh, playing sloppy ball defensively. They've had bad offensive shows. Special teams have not been very good. They've had a lot of injuries. They've got a lot of youth out there, so that's a promising thing looking into the future of uh, Bronco football. But uh, it's been it's been tough to tough to do, and for uh, Tony and his staff, it's tough to try to keep the morale up and keep the uh, the enthusiasm with uh, you know these kids. Uh, playing here today but uh, the Broncos yeah offensively really struggling uh, averaging over a little over 300 yards a game uh, giving up uh, over uh, 450 yards to the opposition they have played some good teams don't get me wrong but uh, there's been some games that that they uh, they should have won and we just talking here a little bit ago and I 
I got to thinking, yeah, that's right. We were feeling pretty good in that Dome game. That's the last time the Broncos have gotten out to a good start and got a lead in a football game. They led Dome 10 to nothing. That seems like an eternity ago. It was a lot of weeks ago when they played Dome, and then they ended up uh, surrendering the next three quarters, losing that football game, and that started the string, and, and it's been nonstop. It's just been a, a slide downhill for the uh, Bronco football team. But, boy, you couldn't ask. You talk about the weather. <laughs> That's a big thing when we come to Mitchell, South Dakota. And when I looked at this game early in the year, and it was the last game of the season, I went, oh, no. This could either be a blizzard. It could be raining like it was here a few years ago. We had to cancel the game. We've had all kinds of troubles up here in Mitchell. But uh, sun shining, a little bit of a breeze, nice cool uh, afternoon here. But uh, it, uh, this uh, football game couldn't come better for these two teams. As you talk to Ross Simple, you've talked to Tony. Both teams with two losses. They want to end their season with a win, send their seniors out. Tony, uh, you know, uh, gets a little emotional with us, but he's really bonded with these seniors that he's got on the team, and the seniors want to send, uh, go out on a win. They want to give this underclassmen so, uh, something to build on in the offseason, and hopefully they can put some good things together. But uh, it should be a dandy matchup, uh, more of an even matchup than, than what we've had in the last few weeks. We played some tremendous opponents in last week in Northwestern. That was just a tough match to try to come up with, but you build off that. The second half was a better played football game. Probably the best half of football that Hastings College has played since the first couple of games. So it's going to be interesting to see how things happen. The weather's not going to be a factor. The field is not a factor no more. They have changed us around at uh, Joe Quintal uh, Field. This used to be a, uh, a mess. It was a grass surface. High school played here. The Mitchell Colonels played their football games here. And then with the college, it was tore up. They put the field turf in, and it's a beautiful facility now. So uh, we're not going to have really any problems here today. It's uh, going to be, uh, again, a great day for football. And hopefully the uh, guys in the uh, crimson pants and the white tops will come away and uh, we can head back home with a uh, victory to end the year. All right, so it's the uh, regular season finale between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan here this afternoon. You mentioned the uh, Northwestern game. Jimmy, last week, that was another game that Hastings fell behind 37 to nothing at halftime and then uh, changed a few things around at halftime, especially on defense. Hastings went to a a four-man front in the second half and really shut down Northwestern. They eliminated a a very good Red Raider team to only 93 total yards in the second half, forced three turnovers. We're going to see more of that defense here this afternoon against the Dakota Wesleyan. But Hastings is going to try to build off of what they did in the second half. In fact, when they had film study this week, they didn't even show the players the first half. They showed the players only the second half, trying to get them a, a little enthusiasm and get their, their mindset that, yeah, they can get some things done. They didn't show them what happened in the first half. They, they showed them uh, the entire second half, and everybody started to nod. Yeah, this, this is the, the type of team that we can be. Well, and they are uh, with uh, a lot of enthusiasm. I went down when we got here and uh, got my daily dose of words of wisdom from Wade. Uh, Wade Fleischer, our, uh, the biggest secondary coach in the GPAC. Uh, but anyway, uh, he said that uh, the players really adhered to that. They watched the, uh, watched the video, watched the game film. They had a great week of practice. I begin to think that's just coach speak. You hear them all say that. We had a great week of practice, and they go out and lay an egg on the field on Saturday. But uh, I really think they, they did because uh, they played much. Much better. That is a high octane offense in Northwestern, and they really shut them down. and And you think that well, maybe they had that big lead. They had some subs in there. They didn't. They had their starters in there most of the game, and then Hastings started putting some pressure on the uh, 
the uh, offense of uh, Northwestern and then namely the quarterback and uh, start hitting him a little bit. So they did pull him out because they've got a big match here today uh, against Morningside. But, yeah, Hastings was uh, putting pressure, making uh, much better plays, tackling better. And it's all going to come to that. We've talked about it all season long. Turnovers, mistakes, penalties, tackling. We have tackled so awful in some of these games. It's just been pathetic. You, you go back to midget football days, how you learn how to tackle. And the Broncos have had games where they have tackled very poorly. So, again, this is a team that uh, averages really similar to the Hastings offense. They average a little over 300 yards offensively. They give up a lot of yards through the air, basically uh, a little over 225 yards through the air. So maybe uh, Isaiah can get out there and do a few things. Well, I know we're going to see a couple, two, three quarterbacks here again today. We've seen that towards the latter half of the uh, season. Uh, get some youngsters in there. We'll have plenty of them here today. Uh, might be a couple injuries on the defensive front. I know Steele Willis was uh, beat up a little bit. We'll see if he's able to go. But uh, I just I think this is a great chance to get some momentum going into the offseason with a team that is very manageable to come away with a victory. All right, other games going on in the conference today. Morningside and Northwestern will play for the championship. That game is going on in Orange City today. Briar Cliff is playing at Jamestown. Hastings here against Dakota Westland and Midland is playing at Dort. All the games kicking off here at 1 o'clock Central Time. So, we'll take a break. We'll come back and check the starting lineups as we continue with Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Hi, back here in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings College football and 1230 KHAS. Hastings and the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. We'll get you the starting lineups. They're brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings on offense today will go with Isaiah Jackson, the starter at quarterback, 5'9", 195-pound senior out of Compton, California. Starting running back will be Brent Simonson, 5'9", 190-pound freshman out of Sutton, Nebraska. Wide receivers will be Anthony Martinez, 5'7", 165-pound senior from Oceanside, California. Keontae Stenhouse, the leading receiver for Hastings, 5'11", 180-pound senior from Pacoma, California. And on the other side, you're going to have Riley Ostendorf, 6-foot, 220-pound senior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. The offensive line, Rico Santana is still a little bit banged up, and uh, Dustin Burgett was uh, a scheduled starter at center today, although we could see a little bit of uh, Rico in the ball game today. Burgett is a 6-foot 
265-pound freshman out of Lyons, Nebraska. Your two guards will be Daniel Gonzalez, 5'11", 260-pound senior from Escalon, California. On the other side, Tanner Cornell, 6'230", pound sophomore out of Longview, Texas. The uh, tackles today for Hastings in offense, Justin Heine, 6'5", 305-pound junior out of Waco. And John Satterley on the other side, 6'2", 270-pound senior out of Burlington, Colorado. Hastings on defense here today. Your down lineman going to be uh, Kendall Oberheide. Oberheide, six foot, two hundred and forty pound senior out of Adams Central. Abdul Mare, six foot one, three hundred ten pound senior out of Houston, Texas. And Hagen Tucker, six foot three, two hundred and thirty five pound senior from Longview, Texas. Your linebackers today for Hastings will be Seven Robertson. A six foot, two hundred and twenty pound freshman out of Houston, Titus Clay, six foot, two hundred and fifteen pound sophomore out of Conroe, Texas, Nathan Holdridge, a five foot eight, two hundred and fifteen pound senior from Castle Rock, Colorado, and Daron Jones, a five foot eleven, one hundred ninety five pound sophomore out of Kansas City. In the defensive backfield for Hastings, you've got Michael Draley, six foot one, one hundred eighty five pound junior out of Wardsville, Missouri. Alex Atherton, a five foot nine, one hundred eighty five pound freshman out of San Diego. Tyler Pulowski is scheduled to get the start for Hastings, five foot eight, one hundred seventy pound freshman out of Pleasanton. And Carlo Terrell, six foot two, one hundred seventy five pound freshman out of Kansas City. Take a break and check the starters for the Tigers as we continue with Bronco football in 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Our right, your starting quarterback for uh, Dakota Wesleyan today will be Zach Lester, 5'10", 190-pound sophomore out of Furbanks, Alaska. We'll get to more in just a second. Right now they're playing on uh, the National Anthem here in Mitchell, South Dakota. Starter for Dakota Wesleyan at quarterback in Zach Lester. Your running back will be Luke Loudenberg. He's five foot seven, hundred and fifty-five pound senior from Canova, South Dakota. Your tight end will be Parker Evans, five foot eleven, two hundred and thirty pound junior out of Chamberlain, South Dakota. 
Spencer Nugenbauer will be your wide receiver. Six foot, 185 pound junior out of Mitchell, South Dakota. Tate Larson, another wide receiver. Six foot, 390 pound freshman out of Mitchell, South Dakota. And Daniel Leibolt as the uh, slot receiver. He's a 180 pound sophomore out of Chambers, Nebraska. Offensive line at 305, 280, 315, 260, and 255 pounds. So a big offensive line for DWU. On the defense, their linebackers probably the, the best part of their defense. Cody uh, Reichert is going to be their leading tackler. He's a six foot three, 225 pound junior out of Mitchell, South Dakota. He's got 80 tackles for the Tigers so far this year. Zach Gores is another linebacker. He's got 64 stops this year. He's a 200-pound junior out of T, South Dakota. And Ethan Gonkey will be another linebacker. He's got 46 stops for uh, the Tigers this year. He's six foot two, a 225-pound senior out of Kimball, South Dakota. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank. Now with three locations in Hastings, 2815 Osborne Drive West, 320 South Burlington, and at 322 North St. Joe, Five Points Bank, the better bank, member FDIC. When Dakota Wesleyan comes back out of the field, they've got they've got smoke and all kinds of stuff. I thought we were going to be gassed out of here. Well, I'll tell you what, the wind, uh, this field sets in here east-west, winds out of the uh, south, and uh, push that smoke right up in here and <laughs> through the windows. I thought we were going to get choked out. If there's any skeeters around, they're gone now. Skeeters this time of the year? Boy, you never know. Not up here, I can tell you that. Very seasonable day, though, in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota. The one thing, uh, it had to put on some extra miles. You don't believe in road signs. When a road says closed, it means it's closed. It's not easy. It's it's not easy. The roads we used to come up here are not the same roads that we use now because of the floods and everything. They still got they've still got a lot of water up here. In fact, a lot of roads are, are still closed down on our way up here. Like we said, the roads that we normally take are closed because there's still water over the roads in a lot of locations up here. Yeah, Lake Andy's a big lake. Uh, We do a lot of pheasant hunting up uh, in that area around the uh, Lake Andy's uh, Wagner area. And, wow, there is a lot of water in the sloughs. The uh, the, uh, Lake Andy's is over the actual 281 highway, so that's been closed for quite some time. If you're a goose hunter or a duck hunter, there's plenty of them up here. But, uh, yeah, a lot of water up here with the uh, flooding in the spring. So, Dakota Wesleyan will kick. Already the breeze a factor. It blows the ball off the tee. And it will be uh, Tate Gale will get into the football here for DWU. Hastings College will put their offense on the field. We'll uh, check the uh, return men for Hastings back deep. Elaine Heikinen is one guy. And then the Caden Markham will be the other guy back here at the five-yard line. So we're set to go. Regular season finale. Hastings and Dakota Westland here in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Here's the run-up and the boot. And uh, Heikinen is going to have a chance here at the 10-yard line. Fumbles the ball, comes forward to the 15, falls on it at the 18-yard line. Well, not not the start you wanted no. there. You, you fumble the opening kickoff, and you start now uh, within your 20-yard line. They'll put her down at the 18, and so the Hastings offense will come out. and might as well uh, throw it out here. Hastings has not scored a single point in the first quarter you, for five games yeah, now. You had to say it. Hastings has been outscored 90 to nothing in the last five games in the first quarter. We have not scored since uh, we put up 10 points on the board against Doan clear back there in September. And Hastings is uh, taking the ball here today. He's trying to get something going. 
There's a Jackson. He drops back to throw. He's going to be hit. He's going to be sacked here at the 18-yard line. I think actually going to give him a good spot. Going to go down just as a, a scramble of no gain. So they won't get the sack on him. But again, that offensive line from Hastings has struggled uh, pretty much all year long. And this uh, big defensive front for Dakota Wesleyan got after him, got in there, pushed Jackson off to the far side of the field. No gain, second and 10 for Hastings. Alan Mertzak is the guy who uh, brought him down. So no gain in the play, no sack. It'll go as uh, no gain on the rushing play. Second down and 10. Here's uh, Simonson with the ball. Simonson brings the ball across the 20 to the 21-yard line. So here we yeah. go, Jimmy. Two yeah. running plays, and we're setting at third down and eight yards to go. Hastings on the third down efficiency this year. They are seventh in the conference, converting at only 28.8% of the third down conversions. They are 44 for 153. Some things never change. Third and long here for the Broncos. Here's a Jackson. He wants to throw. Fires the ball near side incomplete, and the Broncos go three plays and outs. Intended receiver was uh, Austin Dorf. Three plays and out. The Bronco punt team comes out here. They give the ball to uh, DWU, and uh, the Tigers will get good field position. Yeah, the inability to get any yardage on first downs has killed the Broncos because they then they get into a, a second and long. They only pick up a couple of yards there with a run from Simonson, and then a, a ball grossly overthrown by Isaiah Jackson. We'll see how short his leash is today as uh, Hastings in to punt the football away as uh, Ryan Hunter. Again, this is a very, very good special teams for DWU. That's a terrible kick. In fact, the line of scrimmage is the 22-yard line, and let's see where the officials spot the ball. 12, 11. They're going to spot the ball out here. 11-yard kick. They're going to spot the ball, maybe not even that. No, not even that. Nine-yard kick. The line of scrimmage was the uh, 22, and they're going to put the ball down at the 29. That was a seven-yard kick. kick. A seven-yard punt. By Hastings to start off the ball game, and now Dakota Wesleyan has got the ball at the Hastings 29-yard line. Well, and uh, the offense for Dakota Wesleyan, they've got a goodie back there. Luke Loudenberg feels like he's been around this program forever. Not a very big kid, but he's pretty good. They uh, toss it on the uh, sweep. That's going to be Newbarger with the ball. Newbarger across the 25 down to the uh, 23-yard line. He's brought down there. Titus Clay into the stop for Hastings, so they go with a little reverse on the first play. The wide receiver comes back and uh, grabs the ball, takes it to the wide side of the field. Now it's on the far side hash. Ball is sitting at the Hastings College 23-yard line, just underway here this afternoon. The Broncos and the Tigers of DWU. The quarterback is uh, Lester, stands in the pocket, fires the ball far side. That's going to be incomplete. Far sideline down there around the uh, 20-yard line, incomplete pass. It's going to bring up a third down situation. The intended receiver there was a Daniel Leibolt, one of their uh, leading receivers, 27 catches for 254 yards so far this year. There's a third down situation now with wide receivers left and right. Zach Luster, the sophomore quarterback out of Fairbanks, Alaska. He's not afraid of the cold weather here. In, uh, no, he's used to her. Yeah, Mitchell, South Dakota. Two wide outs to each side now. Long count here for the Line of scrimmage on third down, three yards to go. Lester with the ball, fires it near side. The ball is going to be caught here at the 18-yard line and out of bounds. Getting the ball to Daniel Leibold over here. Over here in coverage for Hastings was uh, Alex Atherton. But that's going to be enough for a DWU first down. Tigers have the ball down here at the 18-yard line after just a uh, seven-yard putt by Hastings on their opening possession. 
Dakota Wesleyan quickly up to the line of scrimmage. They've got the ball at the Hastings College 18. Ball's on the near side hash mark. Here's Lester with the ball. Sets up a little screen. They grab it at the 20. He's at the 15. He's at the 10. He's at the five-yard line. He dies for the end zone, and he's going to be stopped right about the one. They didn't quite get to the uh, end zone. They swing the ball out here to Luke Loudenberg. He takes the ball right down the near sideline, got it to the one-yard line, and now the Tigers are sitting at point-blank range. First down and goal from the Hastings one. Boy, and Hastings was fortunate they had a, uh, a defender. Michael Draley was over there to bring down Loudenberg, a 17-yard pass and catch. Dakota Wesleyan had five guys out there and only one for Hastings College. Loudenberg nearly got that in. First and goal here for the Tigers. Here's uh, Lester from the one-yard line, gives the ball away to uh, Loudenberg, and he plows into the end zone for the touchdown. He takes it into the end zone for a touchdown. You can thank the DWU defense, Jimmy. They, they oh, yeah. hold Hastings on three plays and out, and then the Broncos make a mistake on special teams on a seven-yard putt. Didn't take long. Loudenberg takes it in from one yard out. Well, and again, you go three and out, bad offensive plays right out of the chute, and then a bad kick, bad special teams. We've had that all year long, and then bad defense. And they go downfield very quickly and score the initial touchdown of the football game, 6-0. Dakota Westland and uh, Gale in the game for the PAT. 11 minutes and 36 seconds to play here in the first quarter, so it didn't take long for the Tigers to get on the scoreboard. The extra point is going to be up there. And uh, I, I think it was no good initially, and now we got penalty flags down here. As uh, the officials come over to the near sideline, both teams are... Heading to their respective uh, sidelines here. The, the point did go through the. Uh, all right, it did go through, so it's a seven to nothing ball game. And then we've got a uh, roughing the kicker or running into the kicker on uh, Hastings. They're going to decline the penalty, so the extra point is good. The white cap was lost. He come over here looking for head coach Ross Simple, and he's like, I'm wanting to know whether you want to decline it or not. Ross Simple uh, has some issues himself. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we uh, come, come back. back on the break here. 11.36 still playing the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Dakota Wesleyan, seven. Hastings, nothing. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, producer and engineer Stephanie Brubaker back here in Mitchell, South Dakota today. Bringing the ball back that time for uh, Hastings College was Lane Heikinen, and he is immediately crushed on the play there as he brings the ball into the uh, 24-25 yard line. You mentioned uh, Ross Simple. Ross Simple, the head coach for Dakota Westland, he's got a little scooter out there today. Evidently, he was uh, at practice on Thursday. He was demonstrating to the quarterback how to uh, run some sort of a play, and Simple tore his Achilles tendon. So he's on uh, kind of a uh, knee scooter out there today, the head coach for the uh, Tigers. 7 to nothing is the score. Here's Jackson, and he's going to be hitting the backfield, and down he goes. A quarterback keeper in Jackson is hit on the play here at the 20-yard line. A loss of three yards on the play. A tackle is made in there by the uh, Tigers and sliding through there 
is going to be, I think, number one, Ethan Gonke is the guy that got to him, the uh, middle linebacker there for uh, the Tigers. That was a loss of a couple of yards on the play. Second down and 12 yards to go. He sings with the ball on their own 23-yard line. Jackson stands in the pocket, throws it down in the center of the field. His man uh, fell down. That was Stenhouse, but even if he didn't fall down, Jimmy, that was way, way yeah. overthrown his third down. Good 12 yards pass uh, over top of his head. Griffin Roberts out there running a pass pen or two was kind of in the area but not able to get to it. We go back to Ross Simple. We've been doing this uh, a long time. This guy was an outstanding receiver, an All-American for Sioux Falls. Back in the day when Hastings used to play University of Sioux Falls, he was a, an All-American wide receiver. But, Ross, you're getting older. You can't be demonstrating. There's a Jackson throws the ball down the left sideline. That ball is going to be caught down there by Hastings. Did he stay in bounce yet? I think he did. Yes, Denhouse grabs the ball. A long pass completion down the far sideline. Does a great job. Keeping his feet in bounds, that's a big, big play all the way down to the DWU 35-yard line. Big play, Stenhouse. That's what he's kind of been all year long. 736 yards. We're going to add 45 more to his uh, resume. Here's uh, Brent Simonson trying to get outside. It doesn't look like we're going to try to get outside on this uh, defense here, Jimmy. They they are too quick, and Simonson uh, is uh, brought down on the play back here at the 37-yard line, a loss of a couple of yards on the play, second down and 12. We go back to that catch by Stenhouse. He was on the far side of the field right in front of the Bronco bench, made a great dive for the football. That was just a great play, and then we follow it up with a uh, a, a toss sweep to the right side, lose two yards. Here's a Jackson. He throws the ball out there. It's going to be caught as they cradle the ball around the 32-yard line. That's Martinez. Anthony Martinez getting the reception there as he makes his 14th catch of the year. He's been kind of banged up. He was out of the lineup for a good portion of the season here for the Hastings College offense. But here we go again. It is a third down for Hastings. Third down at about uh, seven yards to go. The ball is down here at the 33-yard line of Dakota Wesleyan. Jackson stands in the pocket, fires the ball. It's incomplete. Austin Dorf, the intended receiver there for Hastings. Back in coverage was Hunter Cordell, the uh, quarterback, the freshman out of Watertown, South Dakota. And now Hastings in no man's land here. Fourth down, seven yards to go from the Tiger 33. Hastings will go for it. Broncos on fourth down conversions this year, 44%. They are eight out of 18. That is sixth in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, getting a big conversion here. Hastings trailing in the ball game by a score of seven to nothing. Jackson fires the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver Martinez. That was nearly intercepted on the deflection. It's a it's an incomplete pass, and the Broncos will turn things over on downs. Well, and Isaiah Jackson's got a big arm, but uh, you don't need to demonstrate it there. It was uh, Martinez just past the stakes. He would have had enough for a first down, but he threw that ball in there like a fastball, and Martinez puts his hands up, probably burnt the fingertips off. It gets tipped into the air, nearly intercepted. But again, the Broncos go away on downs here, and uh, Dakota Wesleyan will take over at their own 32-yard line. All right, John Lester comes back out. He's got wide receivers to the left side. Tight end is going to switch over to the right side of the formation. Now Lester waiting for the snap. He's got it. He... He's going to fake the ball. Now he's going to run it up here to the 34-yard line. So a pickup of two yards on the play for uh, Zach Lester. Tackle is made by Titus Clay for Hastings, a sophomore linebacker for the Broncos, a sophomore out of Conroe, Texas. 
A pickup of two yards and a play. Second down, eight yards to go. DWU with the ball down here at their own 34-yard line. Tigers moving from our right to our left here in the first quarter of play. Now we've got a Bronco injury over there on the far sideline. Robert Hernandez was... uh is the man that's down and in a lot of pain. The trainers are not far to run just past the uh, far side hash. So they'll check on, uh, check on Hernandez. Hernandez, the 240 uh, pound junior out of Salinas, California. He's the injured Bronco down on the field, down there at the 33 yard line. We'll take an injury timeout, eight minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's Dakota Wesleyan seven. He sings nothing. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 K-H-A-S. As we come back, Dakota Wesley and tries to throw a pass here to the near sideline. It's going to be overthrown. And that's going to bring up a third down situation now here for DWU. They have the ball here at their own 34-yard line. So it's third down and about seven yards to go, maybe closer to eight. Ball sitting between the 34 and 35. Now a lot of uh, switching around, a little movement here before the snap. Luster has got the ball, sprints out right side, throws it. It's going to be caught on the sideline, and he makes a nice catch, but he's going to be short of a first down. They got the ball to uh, Daniel Liebold over there on the far side, but he did not quite run the pattern long enough or deep enough. They got it up to the 39-yard line. He had to take it to the 43 for the first down, so now the Tigers will have to punt. Defensive stand, by the way, Hernandez was able to get off field under his own power. That was good to see. Hastings should get some decent field position here, hiking in back deep for the Broncos. All right, hiking is back here at the uh, 20-yard line. Hiking looks up, and now he got a penalty flag. Penalty flags are down. It's going to be a penalty here on uh, the Tigers. That's going to cost him five yards, so somebody in motion. Bronco football for you here today on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com. Final game of the 2019 regular season. Hastings College basketball teams are playing today up in Yankton, South Dakota. They're playing uh, against Mount Marty today. Women's game will start at 2 with the men starting at 4 o'clock. There's an end-over-end kick. Heikinen comes up. It's going to bounce on the ground. It's going to be down here by the uh, Tigers, and Hastings will get the ball at the 38-yard line. So if you're just joining us, Hastings went three plays and out on the first possession. They had the punt. The punt was only seven yards. Yeah, seven yards, and Dakota Wesleyan got great field position at the Hastings 29-yard line. They made quick work of things. They stuck it into the end zone on a one-yard run, and the Tigers have the lead here over Hastings College. The score is seven to nothing. As the Bronco offense comes back out, here's Isaiah Jackson and the troops. Jackson hands them all the way to uh, Simonson. I think he tripped over his own man 
Tripped over uh, Tanner Cornell, the right guard, who got pushed back into the backfield, and Simonson tripped over his feet, Jimmy, and a loss of three yards in a play. Well, yeah, and that's just a case of a uh, good bull rush there by the defensive front. Just a three-man front for DWU, but uh, got pushed right back into the backfield about three yards deep. Simonson gets hit on that collision. Loss of, we'll call it two officially. All right, here's uh, another running play to Simonson. He's going to get the two yards back. As he brings the ball to the uh, 39-yard line, so he picks up three. Here we go again, well, third down and nine yards to go. I was going to say, I'll give you the uh, numbers for Hastings. It, it mirrors what has happened uh, the last uh, six, seven weeks. 50 yards through the air on seven passes, just two completions. The rushing game, six carries, no yards. That's uh, pretty much the way it's gone the last seven weeks. Here comes the blitz now. Jackson is going to unload the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it on a slant in the center of the field. Tony thought they could attack. In the uh, the center of the field, Jimmy, and that's where the Broncos have gone here early in this football game. But to no avail, that pass was a little bit too long, and Martinez could not come up with it. Yeah, Dakota Wesleyan, uh, very vulnerable on the pass, giving up over 225 yards per game. They're giving up uh, almost 200 yards rushing. Not today. No yards for the Bronco rushing attack. Liable to go back deep for Dakota Wesleyan, and uh, hopefully we can get a, pu- a little better punt away here from Ryan Hunter. All right, so Hunter will get into the football. It's better than the last one. And uh, he sings will uh, down the football. I think they touched it up here around the uh, 33-yard line. So so anything has got to be better than a 70-yard punt. We'll take this one, and DWU will have the ball back. Well, the good thing is Leibold didn't put his hands on it. This is an extremely good reach return team, both on kickoffs and uh, punt returns. As you said uh, in the pregame show, I think they're uh, either one or two in the conference in return. So that's uh, been a thorn in our side as well as special teams trying to cover up the return teams that we have faced. We have had all kinds of trouble. So DWU, 7 nothing lead, 6-14 left to go here in the first quarter. We'll get another crack at things here at their own 32. Yeah, the Tigers uh, number one in the conference in punt returns. They average about 18.3 yards per return. In fact, they've returned one to the house this year. There's a completed pass there. It's going to be on a slant. Titus Clay in on the stop for Hastings uh, defensively, but that was a pickup there of about uh, six yards on the play. Second down and uh, four yards to go. Hastings on defense here, showing a, a four-man front here for the uh, first time. They played uh, a four-man front against the Northwestern in the second half last week. There's a long pass down the field. That's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver out there. For uh, Dakota Wesleyan with Spencer Nugenbauer. That's an incomplete pass, and it's going to bring up a third down situation. So Hastings is kind of, uh, again, they're they're grasping for straws on defense. They're trying to uh, make something stick, so to speak, on defense. So they're going with a four-man front here today. They've been a three-man front most of the season. There's Lester. He throws the ball down the right sideline. That's going to be broken up. Incomplete pass there. Tyler Pulowski back there in coverage. Nice play there by Pulowski. That is now fourth down for the Tigers. They'll have to punt the football away. Fourth down at about four yards to go. Yeah, tried to hit Leibold on a uh, fly pattern down the far side. He got his hands on it, went up over top of the defender. But uh, good play there, knocked the football loose. Heikinen will drop back deep. He'll stand about his 25-yard line. So Dakota Wesleyan will go out on downs. They lead it 7-0, 527 left to go here in their first quarter. Typical game between two teams that have struggled, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This this could go either direction uh, as far as uh, entertainment wise. All right, here's the uh, kick. Heikening comes up, signals for the fair catch. He makes it here, 
at the 30-yard line. And now the Bronco offense will come back out again, still looking for some uh, points here in the first quarter. They've got five minutes and 17 seconds to score here to break that streak, and that's certainly a stat that we don't want to carry over to the two tw- uh, 2020 season. No, and we've only got uh, 47 yards of total offense, 50 through the air. Remember, we had that one long strike to uh, Stenhouse, just one first down in the football game so far. Here's a Jackson going to hand the ball away to uh, Simonson, trying to get outside again, and he's going to be stuffed there at the 19-yard line. Jackson uh, Didi, the safety coming up to make the stop. Didi, six foot two, 220-pound junior from Meadows, South Dakota. That's a loss of a yard in the play. Second down, 11 yards to go. First downs today for Hastings has not been good. Second down and 11. The ball pushed back here between the 29 and 30-yard line. Ball is on the far side hash mark, and now we got a penalty flag down. My old buddy's in there, uh, back judge. Now we've got a uh, illegal procedure. Illegal procedure called on Hastings. That'll be a five-yard penalty marched off on the Broncos. So now it says second down and six yards to go. My old buddy, the uh, umpire in there, actually, not the back judge. Tiny. Tiny's out there. We had him a few weeks ago yeah, at uh, with... Lloyd Wilson Field. Yeah, he's a big old boy to he's be. A, he's in... as big as Wade. Oh, at least. <laughs> At least. Uh, second down for Hastings. Second down in uh, a long situation here. The ball pushed back at the uh, 19-yard line. There's a a pass that's going to be incomplete. It was incomplete because Ostenberg fell down on the play. He made his cut, and uh, he slipped down the turf here. That's a Joe Quintal field. Down he went. Incomplete pass. And now Hastings looking at a third down situation. Third down. At about 16 yards to go, the ball is pushed back here at the Hastings 24. Third and long, you don't have a, you got an empty page. Hastings will have wide receivers, three to the right side, one to the left. It'll be Jackson dropping back to throw down the left sideline, and the ball is going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get the ball to Stenhouse. It just uh, ran down the uh, far sideline. Again, Stenhouse. When he can't make the catch, he usually goes to the official to complain that he was held or interfered with, and that was the case there as he goes over and uh, has a nice heart-to-heart talk with the official, and now Tony is going to continue the conversation on the far sideline. Yeah, I don't think they're asking where they're going to go out for dinner tonight. Tony's uh, really working in pretty hard. There's not many places here to go out to dinner. I've spent a lot of time up here. Yeah, you have, haven't you? You you love this area. There's not a lot of places yeah, to go out yeah, to eat. It's beautiful. All right, here comes the kick by Hunter. That's going to be uh, certainly better than his uh, last couple. He gets a roll on the ball. Eyebolt's going to pick it up, and then down he goes. Trying to make something happen there. Gave up some uh, real estate, and he's going to be dropped down at the uh, 32-yard line. Bronco football brought to you in part today by Five Points Bank of Hastings. By Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings, and by the Hastings College Foundation. We're in the first quarter here in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings is trailing the Tigers by a score of seven to nothing. Three minutes and fifty-six seconds to play here in the first quarter. Zach Lester back out here now for the Tigers. One running back just to his right side. Leibold goes in motion. They're going to toss the ball to him. Leibold has got it to 30, 35. Leibold to the 40, out to the 42 or 43-yard line. A pickup of 9 or 10 yards on the play there 
by uh, Daniel Leibel, the sophomore out of Chambers, Nebraska. Abdul Mari, big number 15 out there. The uh, nose guard for Hastings to bring him down. That's a pickup of 10 on the play, first down and 10. Leibel with a 10-yard carry, lined up in the slot on the uh, near side of the field, just came in motion. That's the same one they run to uh, uh, Nugenbauer earlier in the game that got him some good distance. So uh, about 11-yard gain, football across the 40-yard line, first hand for Dakota Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan moving from our right to our left here in the first quarter. Here's Lester. He wants to throw. He's got a man wide open. The ball is going to be incomplete off of his fingertips. How did he get loose in the defensive secondary? There was a chance Sorensen, Jimmy. He was running all alone against the Bronco defense. A freshman out of Rapid City, South Dakota. The ball was thrown a little bit uh, too far. Sorensen could not pull it in. That was on the money. It'd be uh, celebration oh, that, time. Yeah, that would have been six. There wasn't a guy in a white top within about 15 yards there. I don't know how. They lost uh, communication on where he was. He was wide open. That just... Uh, Passed his outstretched hand, second down and 10, 3.05 left to go here in the first quarter. All right, here's uh, DWU in their own territory from the 43. Lester's going to sprint out this way. Holds it, he fires this ball, and oh about, the, about the, yeah, that, that could have. First row of the bleachers. Yeah, first row of the guys sitting in the, uh, the cheap seats down there in the front row and a better chance at catching that one. They cover the track here. Uh, the track goes out of. Need some shoulder pads to get your work your way in here? You can. They uh, throw that all the way. They cover the track down in front of the bleachers. That landed uh, clear on the uh, outskirts of the uh, logo there of the Tigers. So another incompletion going to bring up uh, a third down and 10 for DWU. All right, Tigers here. They've got this 7-0 lead. Lester wants to throw the football again. Comes back to his near side. It's going to be caught by Leibold. Did he keep his feet in bounce? Yes, he did. Nice catch there at the Hastings College 45-yard line. So you can tell that the Leibold's their go-to man. Jimmy's been targeted several times here in the first quarter. That's going to be a first and 10 now down here at the Hastings College 45-yard line. Alex Atherton on coverage just uh, simply got beat, and it was a beautiful pass. From the uh, quarterback, Lester, 13-yard gain into Bronco territory at the 45-yard line. There's a man in motion. Lester's going to hand the ball away. That's going to go straight ahead from the 45 down to the 42-yard line. Luke Loudenberg is the uh, ball carrier there for DWU. Abdul Mari in the stop for the Hastings College defense. A pickup of three yards in a place, second down and seven. From the Hastings College, 43. A couple of carries for Loudenberg in the football game, just three yards. He has that one, the lone touchdown of the game. That was a one-yard plunge here earlier in this ballgame. All right, so Zach Lester, the quarterback's got wide receivers left and right, play action pass. Lester wants to throw, throws it near his side. It's going to be caught again. Leibolt makes the reception. He's going to have the first down down here at the Hastings College, 32. Tyler Pulowski in on the stop for the Hastings College defense. 15-yard gain to Leibold. Now Leibold with three catches in the football game and 34 yards. So the Tigers are on the move again here in the first quarter, already leading by the score of 7 to nothing. Luster up underneath center. He uh, bobbles the ball. He picks it up, and he tosses it back here, and that goes from uh, bad to even worse as a uh, Running back is going to be snowed under by Kendall Oberheide. He gets through there. They were up under center for the first time today. They had a bad center quarterback exchange there. Lester picked it up off of the turf and then just tossed it back to the running back, Loudenberg, and uh, he was snowed under by Kendall Oberheide. A loss of about five or six yards in a play. Second down and long now 
for the Tigers from the 38-yard line of Hastings. They're going to throw the ball near his side. It's going to be caught that time by Sorensen as he falls down inside the 10-yard line. I think they came back, Jimmy, with the exact same play that they misfired on just a few plays ago. They come back to it. That time, Sorensen grabs the ball, and he is tripped up by Tonis Clay inside the Bronco 15. They're going to put it down on the 11-yard line. 27-yard completion, 89 yards now off the arm of Lester. Another first down. That's first down number four. And DW knocking on touchdown door yet again. They've got the football at the Bronco 12. Man comes in motion. Lester sprints out. He's got the ball at the 10. He's at the 5-yard line. He dives forward. He's entered the end zone for the touchdown. The quarterback, Zach Lester, takes it in from 12 yards out. And the Tigers of Dakota Westland has got the lead over Hastings. It's 13 to nothing. Almost a zone read there as Lester run the uh, football and everything went off the far side of the field. He didn't pitch the ball back to his, his trail back in Loudenburg. He cut it up the middle of the field. Nobody was there defensively for the Bronco. This four-man front that was so good in the second half last week getting ripped apart here in this football game. 12-yard touchdown run. DWU leads it 13 nothing. Gale into football game for the PAT. That one comes with four seconds to play here in the first quarter. Ball is down. The kick is up. And the kick is good for the PAT. So Hastings has now been outscored. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to lose track here. It was uh, it was 90. Now it's 104 to nothing in the last six games wow. in the uh, first quarter. We've got to break four seconds to play in the opening period from Mitchell today. It's Dakota Wesley in 14. Hastings nothing. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here in Mitchell, South Dakota. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. In the Bronco basketball teams, off to a great start. We've got, uh, what, 10 wins in 11 outings between the men's and women's basketball programs. They're playing down in Yankton, South Dakota today against the uh, Lancers out of Mount Marty. Hastings College women 5-0. and The men are 5-1. and We'll be picking up the uh, Bronco basketball broadcast beginning again uh, next week. There's a Heikinen coming to the 20-yard line. He's going to be brought down at the 18. So, again, Hastings cannot get past the 20-yard line on the kick. No, no. Good coverage downfield again by the Dakota Wesley. How, how do you get such a good record in basketball, and our record is so awful in football broadcasts? I'm still working on it. Holy Moses, we have had an awful time. There's going to be some uh, coaching staffs and ADs not allow us to come along. As we uh, did the uh, Adam Central playoff game last night, they were handled 52-14 to 14 by Pierce. We have reached the end of the first quarter. We'll get you some numbers here after uh, this break. All right, we'll take a break. One quarter in the books. Dakota Wesleyan with a lead after one. Tigers 14, Broncos nothing. You're listening to Hastings College Football. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much, then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings, 
and Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine, they're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, as we uh, come back here, they hand the ball away, and uh, they bring the ball to the uh, 22-yard line. You've missed a couple of plays. The first one was a uh, handoff to uh, our running back, Brett Simonson. He was snowed under for about a two-yard loss. They give it to Simon Simonson off the right side, picks up three. Now Ulrich in the game looks at a third and eight. And Ulrich is going to scramble out of there, 25-30. He's got the first half as he bowls over him at the uh, 35 to the 37-yard line. Boy, they, they went with uh, they, they must have some uh, dinner plans or something tonight. They didn't take any time in between the quarters right there. No, very, very little time. We, we've, got, we've got bills to pay. We were, we were in the middle of our ad, and they were out there lining up to go for it. But that's what Ulrich brings to the table, that rushing ability. Best play of the day for Hastings, 16-yard gain out over the 35-yard line. All right, so Hastings with a uh, change of quarterbacks already. Jesse Ulrich fakes the handoff. That zone read stuff, and he's going to be spun down here. At the 36-yard line, tackle is made by Josh Gary, who's in the ball game now, a sophomore out of Sioux Falls. Stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Hastings quickly to the line. We'll get you stats after this play. All right, here's uh, Ulrich with the ball. Zone read. Ulrich will carry the ball across the 40 to the 42-yard line. Now Hastings looking at third down. Third down and six yards to go for their own 42. For DWU, 7 of 13 passing, 89 yards. No touchdowns through the air for DW in the first half or first quarter. Seven carries, just 26 yards, so 115 total with uh, 20 offensive plays. Five first downs for DWU for Hastings College. 49 minus one rushing, 50 through the air. All right, here's uh, Ulrich across the middle. It's going to be nearly intercepted. Not a very good pass throw there. It was uh, nearly intercepted here at the uh, 45-yard line. So, Hastings, the, the change of quarterbacks didn't help. It is fourth down and six yards to go. Nope, uh, just a 16-yard gain there by Ulrich on a third down call. But, uh, again, the quarter- quarterbacks for Hastings College struggling two of 11 now officially, 50 yards. One pass play of 45 yards, and uh, which was uh, to Stenhouse down the far sidelines, but really nothing effective for Hastings here in this football game so far. All right, here's a uh, high snap. They're going to get it down. It's going to be blocked. It's going to be blocked. It's going to be picked up at the 10-yard line and returned for a touchdown. They've been close in the past couple of uh, kicks, Jimmy. That time, there was no doubt about it. It was blocked there. And Preston Emerson, that is probably going to be the easiest scoop and score you're going to see as that ball was uh, knocked toward the goal line. Preston Emerson picks it up from about the 10-yard line and just takes it into the end zone for the score. This is all too familiar with what's happened the last seven weeks. Bad special teams, everything just uh, unraveling for Hastings. You talk to to Tony about it with their special teams. He said, we've got to get that snap back and get it off in, uh, what, about 1.7, 1.8? Well, they didn't do it. He takes it off the foot of Hunter and uh, takes it in. Now it's 20 
to nothing here. Dakota Wesley, now they've got an awful snap. Yeah, they got a bad snap, and their kicker goes up and uh, covers up the ball at the 23-yard line. So the PAT is no good. That's probably what happens when you got two teams at the bottom of the conference and battling it out here. But Dakota Wesley has jumped on the Broncos early. 12 minutes and 15 seconds to play in the second quarter. DWU has got the lead. Tigers 20, Broncos nothing. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. K-H-A-S. Well, look at the problems we've had on special teams, Jimmy. First possession, we have a seven-yard punt. Puts uh, Dakota Wesley in great field position at the 29 of Hastings. They score, and now we get a uh, blocked punt that results in a uh, scoop and score there where Preston Emerson, and it's 20 to nothing. Dakota Wesley with the lead. Yep, just same verse, uh, just a different song. Boy, it just continues to... Uh, would you hit reject in the jukebox then? Oh, my goodness. This is, again, the last seven weeks have been uh, not very good. Kickoff will be short here to Hastings. All right. Uh, they're going to bring the ball back in there. Again, not, uh, not much success there. Bringing the ball back for Hastings for the Broncos was uh, Caden Markham that time. And he sings that at least he's going to have it past the uh, 20-yard line. We're going to have up around the uh, 24 or 25. We've got her into D-dub territory one time. That was via the uh, long pass to Stenhouse. Since then, we haven't been able to do much. We've only got one first down in this football game. We're at the 12.06 mark in the second quarter. This sure does not look like a 2-8 and eight football team. This D-dub team, they're fired up and uh, getting flat after the Broncos. There's a Jesse Ulrich. He fakes the ball. Ulrich is now going to run it across the 25 to the 27. They were going to make a handoff there to uh, Simonson in that zone read stuff with a Jesse Ulrich. He pulls it back out. Good thing because yeah. Simonson would have been lit up. Simonson got buried about four yards deep in the uh, Bronco backfield. Ulrich pulls it out, takes it around the right side, picks up nearly three, going to bring up second down. We'll call it seven, actually. From the 27-yard line. Orange is going to bring a man in motion. That's Brenton Bell. They're going to fake the ball to him. Orange is going to run it across the 35 onto the 38-yard line. Was going to be brought down there. Tackle is made in there by the uh, Tigers of DWU. That's Jack Gores over there to make the stop. A 200-pound junior out of T, South Dakota. First and 10 here. First and 10. The Broncos get their second first down of the ball game out here at the uh, 38-yard line. Jesse Ulrich hands the ball away. Simonson, he's got a hole outside, 45-50, inside uh, Dakota Wesleyan territory down here at the 46-yard line. So everybody goes with the, the fake guy up inside. They hand it away to Simonson, who sprints around the right end, and they're going to say he stumped out of bounds here at the 49, but the Broncos have the ball in Tiger territory. Hey, baby steps now. 14-yard carry off right side by Simonson. Two first downs in a row. We've got something working now into Tiger territory. Man comes in motion. Always fakes the ball to him. Jesse with the ball. Jesse brings it across the 45 to the 44-yard uh, line. Kind of an acrobatic uh, last 
Yeah, did he step need, or did two? He need to jump? I don't know why he, he did that. I don't know whether he was trying to dive over a player. That would have been a flag if it was. He just kind of vaulted himself into the air, picks up a little over five yards. Nice gain just across the 45. Allridge again fakes the ball. Allridge, and this time he's going to be crushed back here at the 47-yard line trying to run the option play, and Allridge is uh, knocked down in the play, a loss back here at the 47. Notice how much... Uh, quicker of a pace the offense is today for Hastings. Mm-hmm. They've gone with a uh, faster pace of offense here. Third down and about seven yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the Dakota Wesleyan 46-yard line. Wide receivers all over the place. Ulrich wants to throw. Jesse scrambles out of there 45. He's going to take the ball to the 44-yard line where he's going to be stopped short of the first down. He is stopped on a play there by a Tyler Wagner Wagner, a six foot, two hundred and five pound senior out of Webster, South Dakota. Broncos looking at a fourth down situation here. Fourth down and about five yards to go. Nine twenty to play here in the first half. Twenty to nothing is the score. Hastings College is trailing the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Ryan Hunter back into the ball game to punt. He stands at his own forty-one yard line. Low snap. Hunter is going to get the ball away. The last one was uh, blocked for a uh, touchdown. He gets Wilson away. It's going to come down at about the 11 or 12-yard line, and the Tigers will uh, have the ball one more time with a uh, 20 to nothing lead here in the first half. Well, so far for uh, Dakota Wesleyan in the football game, again, we talked about it, 115 yards in that first quarter. They have yet to touch the football here in this second quarter of action. They've got a couple of touchdowns on the board, Loudenburg with one uh, carry, and uh, Lester with the other carry, the uh, starter's. Or D-Dub run out onto the field here. They'll take over at their own 13-yard line, 8.55 left to go here till half. All right, so check out the uh, Bronco defense. They continue to go with the uh, four-down linemen here in this ball game. Zach Luster, the quarterback, takes a knee-high snap. He drops back. He throws the ball down the left sideline. That's going to be incomplete. So I'm to get the ball down to uh, the left sideline. That's uh, Preston Emerson, the guy who had the uh, scoop and score back there. On the uh, putt on the last possession. He lined up as a wide receiver there. They couldn't get the ball to him. Incomplete pass, second down. Second down in 10 yards to go. The ball is sitting down here at the 13-yard line of the Tigers. Dakota Wesleyan moving left to right here in quarter number two. They value 20 to nothing lead. There's an option play that's going to be blown up here in the backfield. Ball comes loose, but he was uh, down. Lester trying to run the option play, and he's buried on the play there by uh, Hastings College defensively, making the stop there for the Broncos. Yeah, Ober Heidi and uh, a couple of other guys in there for Hastings. Beasley. Coach Harper just calls him Beasley because there's more consonants and vowels in his last name. Nobody really knows how to pronounce his last name, so Harp says just call him Beasley. Well, there's a lot of guys we have a hard time in four years learning how to pronounce their name. (laughs) Uh, Third down here now for uh, the Tigers. They want to throw the football. They do, and that's going to be off of the uh, fingertips of his intended receiver there at the uh, first down stakes. Tyler Pulaski, that was a great play. Wow. Pulaski with a good defensive play, jarring that ball away from Leibold, so now Dakota Wesleyan will have to punt the football deep in their own territory. Let's see if Hastings can take advantage. Yeah, Heikinen will uh, stand inside D-Dub territory. 
And uh, Hastings should come up with some pretty good field position, trying to find something offensively. We've got 50 yards on the ground on 18 carries, 50 yards through the air today. The punter for, uh, I think that's Tate Gale out there. He'll stand about five yards deep. Hastings with a pretty good rush, but he gets it away. Pretty good kick, too, as Heikinen drops back a couple of steps and will grab the ball. They will start in positive uh, territory here, though, Jimmy. They'll have the ball at the Dakota Wesley in 46. Hastings just needs something good to happen here. They've got up to a terrible start here. They're trailing 20 to nothing to Dakota Wesleyan. And the Broncos will have the ball finally in the Tiger territory here at the 45. And musical quarterbacks continues. We'll see. Uh, that is actually Allrich out there. So we've had Jackson. He took the start. Allrich is in there. Uh, they'll start here at the 45. Jesse drops back to throw. And now he runs the uh, draw. He brings it to the 43. Huh. Pick up two yards in a play. Second down and eight yards to go for Hastings College. Broncos on uh, offense this year. They are averaging at 18 points a game, 307 yards per game offensively, 125 yards uh, rushing, and 181 yards passing. Kind of in the, the middle of the, the conference as far as the statistics are concerned. There's uh, Jesse Ulrich. He's going to run the ball down to the 39-yard line. They faked the ball to uh, Brenton Bell, and he was lit up in the backfield. But uh, unfortunately for D-Dub, uh, he didn't have the ball. Hunter Cordell finally makes the stop downfield a little bit down here at the 39-yard line. Third down, four yards to go for Hastings College. We're in the second quarter, six minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the first half. Hastings looking at third down and four. Jesse Ulrich fakes the ball. Jesse is going to die for the first down stakes, and I think he's going to be short. Had to get the ball to the 35, and I think he's going to be stopped at the 36. Hastings is going to be looking at fourth down, fourth down in a yard. Think about it, two teams that are running the ball, Jimmy, you're not going to have a lot of possessions, so you got to make some of these possessions count. Yeah, exactly. So Hastings will go for it here in no man's land. Fourth down, less than a yard. All right, Jesse, with a couple of running backs in the backfield, he hands the ball away. That's uh, Brent Simons, and he busts through there. He's going to have enough for a first down as he had brought down at the 25-yard line. So they bring it to the wide side of the field. Jesse Ulrich on that zone read stuff. He has the ball away to Simonson. He finds enough for the first down. Simonson, 24 yards, nine carries. That one good for 11. Broncos, fourth first down, and their deepest penetration at the Dakota Wesleyan 25-yard line. There's a, a zone read again. That's a Ulrich as he takes the ball to the 23-yard line. He kind of rides as Simonson at the last second, pulls her back out, and he calls his own number there. He gets it to the uh, 23. We'll give him a pickup of about a yard and a half on the play. He sings, looking at second down, eight yards to go from the Tiger 23-yard line. Ball is on the far side hash mark. Wide receivers left and right. Jesse Ulrich hands the ball away. Simonson is stopped in the backfield. Simonson is stopped in the backfield back here at the uh, 26-yard line. Emerson uh, Christopher, one of the seniors on this team. Christopher honored before the... Uh, Ball game got underway here this afternoon. 5'10", 215-pound senior from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That is six carries for Simonson today that have been stopped behind the line of scrimmage. They have really got his number. Third down, 11 yards to go. Here's Jesse Ulrich. He wants to throw, and he is going to be sacked. Ulrich was uh, scrambling out of the pocket, and he's going to be sacked behind the line of scrimmage. He is brought down here at the uh, 28-yard line. So a loss of a couple of yards in the play. 
Romy and Grieve is a uh, freshman out of Kirkland, Washington, to bring him down. And now Hastings looking at fourth down and 13 yards to go. Now Tony going to talk about Yeah, the coach is going to call a timeout to talk things over. Hastings is trailing in the ballgame. This timeout is brought to you by our friends at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill of Hastings. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd in Hastings. 4.30 to play. Second quarter, Dakota Wesleyan 20, Hastings nothing. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, and uh, Gene Shaw with producer-engineer Stephanie Brubaker. Hastings is going to try a field goal attempt from 45 yards out. Bockel comes into the ball game. Jason Bockel for Hastings. His longest one this year has been 45 yards, so this would tie his season long. They had a tough time with a snap. They're going to roll out of there with a the ball. They're going to throw it, and it's going to be incomplete. I don't think that was designed, Jimmy. No. The, the snap was uh, low. The holder had a tough time uh, getting the ball down. That was uh, Ren Allen. Allen goes to his right. He got the ball downfield, but the pass is incomplete to uh, Ostendorf, and he sings, snuffs away a potential scoring opportunity. Uh, but it, it all started with a horrible snap. That threw the timing off, but then uh, – the, the holder did everything he could do to to extend the play. That should have been caught for a first down. That hit Ostendorf in a bad spot right in both his hands at about the 20-yard line. Falls incomplete, and uh, now Hastings turns it over. All right, so uh, Dakota Wesleyan with the ball here at the uh, 28-yard line. They get no points out of the thing. Again, that started with a uh, special teams yeah, mistake. That's awful. There's a uh, running play there that's going to be stumped right at the line of scrimmage on so second down. And uh, 10 yards to go. Yeah, special teams have uh, been a direct result of uh, at least two touchdowns in this uh, football game. It's a 20 to nothing contest. Hastings is uh, trailing in the ball game. Boy, and if you know over the course of the season what special teams have cost us, it would uh, it probably scare you. Look at Ross Simple coaching uh, down there on his little scooter. Here's a uh, pass thrown down here on the near sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Simple as uh, meeting with his defense right now. He's got a little knee scooter. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, the head coach for Dakota Wesley and tore his Achilles tendon at uh, practice yesterday. So he's trying to get around the sidelines in this final game of the regular season on a little knee scooter. He's doing an all right job. Well, it, is, it's, just, it's just kind of awkward to try to coach, and you you bring your little scooter into the uh, the huddles, and then you get back to the sideline and hope that nobody runs you over. He's going to want to ice that left leg down as much pushing as he's uh, doing that with that on this turf. That pass incomplete, third and ten here. For D-Dub. Here's a Lester. He wants to throw the ball. That's going to be caught there at the 40-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Nice catch over there right in front of the uh, Bronco bench. They haul it in. That's a libel again with the reception there for D-Dub. I like him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's made a, us grief. Yeah, he's already made some nice plays, and he's just a sophomore. He's out of Chambers. Chambers, Nebraska. Huh. First down, 10 yards to go. 
DW's got the ball here at the uh, 41-yard line. That's their own 41. We're late in the second quarter. Tigers have the lead over Hastings College. The score is 20 to nothing. Here's Lester. He wants to throw, and he's going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked back here by the uh, Bronco defense. Getting through there is uh, Steel Willis, I think, coming in to uh, make the stop there for Hastings on the defense. So a uh, sack there for uh, Hastings. That's going to be a loss all the way back here to the 34-yard line. Loss of about seven yards on the play. 23rd sack for the uh, Bronco defense. First one here today. A big one. Loss of seven. Second down. And 17 to go here for D-Dub. All right. Lester will bring a man in motion. That's a live bolt with the ball. Here's Lester. He wants to throw. Throws it out here. It's going to be caught at the 45 to the 50. 45 of Hastings and spun down at the 40-yard line. With the reception there is a chance Sorensen. So Sorensen has uh, been involved with this offense here. Titus Clay downfield for Hastings making the stop, and that's going to be enough for another first down down here for the Tigers. Sorensen, again, was all alone out there. He had a good five, six yards on anybody uh, in a white jersey again. They were able to hit him. He's not a very big kid, but speedy, and he picks up 34 across midfield. So now that's uh, two catches for 71 yards for Sorensen in this football game. All right, they have marched the ball into Hastings College territory again. Down here at the 39-yard line, Lester winning for the snap. He's got it. He backs up, surveys the field, throws it. That's going to be incomplete. Leibold, the intended receiver, back in coverage for Hastings was Atherton. It's an incomplete pass, and we have a penalty flag down there. Tiny tossed another rag. All right, we got another hanky on the field here. So check out the indication. Here comes the... It's going to be a tripping penalty on Dakota Wesleyan. So that's going to be a penalty bunched off on the Tigers. Three penalties in the football. Number 65. Well, the offensive lineman. Four penalties in the game. Two for D-Dub, two for Hastings. They'll push the football back across midfield down at the 46-yard line. Now our sunshine has gone away. The clouds have moved in, but no, no weather of uh, any magnitude is going to cause this football game from a, a delay, which we've had in the past. Matt Davis was the uh, guilty party in the last uh, penalty. The offensive left guard for the Tigers. So first down and long for D-Dub in their own territory at the 46-yard line. Lester sprints out left side. The pass is going to be caught there, 49-yard line, and he is uh, out of bounds as he springs forward to... Uh, the 45 or 44, Leibold again on the reception. Nathan Holdridge picks up the tackle for Hastings with a pickup of 11 yards on the play. It's now going to bring up a second down situation. Second down at about 14. Nine first downs for D-Dub in the football game. For Leibold, five catches and 58 yards. That one's good for 12 back into Bronco territory. This uh, Dakota Wesleyan team put up 440 yards of Total offense in their game last week against Jamestown. There's a, a sack back here at the 50-yard line. Lester wanted to throw the football and uh, hung on to it too long. We never did get him to the turf, but the officials uh, blow it dead there. Abdul Mare was the guy who was uh, in there for Hastings. Abdul Mare at 310 pounds. 
and in a size extra small jersey, uh, he brings him down here at the 50-yard line. They must have some industrial strength stitching on the sides of that to hold that thing together. Thing is, uh, he's a senior, so that means uh, that number 15 jersey will be given given to a freshman next year. He will probably be in at about 125, 130 pounds. And Abdul Mare has stretched that baby out all year long as a size extra small at 310 pounds. Maybe they could uh, just retire that, put that on the sidelines as one of them injury tents. Yeah. <laughs> because it'll be stretched out as much as you can imagine. Boy, Mare, he, uh, boy, he fills that thing out. He's – I'd – I'd like to watch him get into that. I wonder how many players it takes to drag that onto him. And to get it off after you've uh, spent the day in it and you've sweated and everything. How, how do you get that thing off of there? Well, I'm not what. kidding you one bit. That's got to be an extra small uh, jersey that he wears because you don't want people grabbing it. He's a defensive yeah, lineman. Yeah, you don't want him grabbing you and hold on. So they've got a uh, super small jersey on there that is stretched to the max on Abdul Mare. It is third down here. Third down and about 21 yards to go following the uh, quarterback sack back here at the 50-yard line. Broncos jumping around a little bit on defense. Still a four-man front here for Hastings. They're going to throw the football. There's a pass, and why did you do that? That's awful. Hastings College has a pass interference. That was uh, Carlo Terrell, who has been very good for Hastings. At the last second, he just comes up and gives like a body block to the wide receiver. Even if he caught the ball, Jimmy, that was only going to be a five-yard gain, and it would be fourth down, and he'd have to punt the football away. Now, Hastings commits a stupid penalty there, and that's going to give Dakota Wesleyan a first down on a play that should have netted no more than five yards. Awful discipline. That is just awful discipline. You're exactly right. He catches the ball. He's not even back to the original line of scrimmage. He wasn't even going to get to the 40-yard line, even if he caught it. That's just that's awful and he's still in the game he ought to be pulled out and replaced on the sidelines that was a terrible play now we're going to have uh, what a timeout hastings the chain, the chain oh, is not the change back they're going to get a first yeah first down they'll move the chains back but that was just terrible terrible defensive play yeah that was uh, not very smart right there first down 10 yards to go dakota wesley with the ball at the hastings college 45 yard line Here's uh, Lester. He wants to throw under pressure again. He throws in. It's going to be incomplete. Lester pays for it as he is uh, buried back here by uh, Hastings College. That's a uh, Hagen Tucker in there. Steel Willis in there to uh, knock down Lester, who just got rid of the ball over here. Incomplete pass. It's second down and 10. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball at the Hastings College 45-yard line. 55 seconds to play here in the second quarter. 20 to nothing is the score. Dakota Wesley has got the lead over Hastings. Two wide receivers split to the left side of the formation. One wide receiver to the right. Lester wants to throw. Lester dances in the pocket. Lester scrambling out of there. 50-45. Lester at the 40-35, and he's popped out of bounds here. Got him out to 33-yard line. Titus Clay again in on the uh, tackle for Hastings. Runs him out of bounds. Now we got 46 seconds to play. Here in quarter number two. And now we got a penalty flag down back at the 50-yard line. It's going to be a holding call on DWU. So a holding call. This one will come back. Penalties this year on these teams. Dakota Wesleyan is ninth in the conference, averaging 43 yards per game. Hastings fifth in the conference, averaging 53.6 yards per game. 
With a penalty here, that'll bring it back here to the 45-yard line. Second down now. Second down and long. 46 seconds to play here in quarter number two. Lester brings a man in motion. Lester has got the ball. He's going to hand it away at the 50-yard line. Breaks outside the numbers. Bulls over him at the 45, down to the 44-yard line. Running with a football there was a Luke Loudenberg, a 155-pound running back, finally brought down by the safety for Hastings, Alex Atherton. That's a pickup back to the original line of scrimmage, so it's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down at about nine yards to go. Now we've got a timeout. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 37 seconds to play second quarter. Dakota Wesleyan, 20. Hastings, nothing. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, and producer and engineer Stephanie Baker. The 2019 regular season for Hastings College. Broncos are trailing Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 20 to nothing. Tigers will have a third down here. Third down, nine yards to go from the Hastings College 44-yard line. Lester wants to throw. Lester's going to throw it down the left sideline, and the pass is going to be incomplete. That could have been uh, yeah. pass interference, too, because the defender back there had his uh, back to the uh, play. That was uh, Seven Robertson who was out there. That was very close to another flag. Incomplete pass, fourth down and nine. Well, fortunately, we're going to get uh, off the field defensively. Tate's going to come into uh, Gale. Tate Gale's going to come into the game here with 30 seconds left. Heikinen will be back inside, uh, well, right around the five-yard, we'll call it. We'll see if they actually kick this away or they try to run a little razzle-dazzle here. Here comes the uh, kick. They're going to get it away. Heikinen comes up. He lets it bounce at the 10-yard line. They go to Wesley and down there on special teams. They get it down inside the uh, 10, down to about the seven or eight-yard line. Bronco football for you here from Mitchell, South Dakota. Joe Quintal Field just behind uh, the Corn Palace. It looks like it's uh, going under more renovation work. They've got a great big crane. That's right in the area. We did stay away from the downtown area. Heard there was a parade. Mike likes to get us into parades up here in Mitchell. We did stay away, but, yeah, they must be doing another Another uh, change of the, what do they call that, the scene or the the theme? Yeah, the theme up there. They, I don't know if they'd use a crane to do that. They got some major renovation work again. Here's a uh, handoff for Hastings. That's going to be Simonson with the ball across the 10 out to the 13. We'll be back up here in a couple of weeks. I'll check it out for you and send you pictures when we, gonna, we say, move inside. This is kind of an emotional day. This is where we part ways. You continue on with basketball and I see you usually at about the Sertoma eight-man all-star game in the middle of, of the summer, but I do love your your photo post through the course of the basketball season. You were in some very scenic, wintry areas during basketball. All right, we've reached the end of the first half of play. 
College football action for you here this afternoon at halftime. Dakota Westland with a lead over Hastings. The Tigers 20, the Broncos nothing. You're listening to Hastings College Football. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation, and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. All right, back here at Joe Quintal Field in Mitchell, South Dakota. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. We'll get you... Some halftime stats. We've got the scoring. We'll check some scores from across the nation and across the conference here today. Hastings went three plays and out on their first possession. They had to punt the football away, and Hastings got a seven-yard punt on their uh, opening punt today that sent Dakota Wesleyan up in great field position at the Hastings College 29-yard line. Five plays later, they were in the end zone for a score as uh, Luke Loudenberg took it in for the uh, first touchdown of the day. That was from one yard out. Point after touchdown was good. Tigers jumped out to a 7 to nothing lead with 11 minutes and 36 seconds to play in the first quarter. And with four seconds to go in the first quarter, uh, the Tigers put together a nine-play, 68-yard drive. They got into the end zone on a 12-yard run from Zach Lester. PAT was good, 14 to nothing. Tigers had the lead. And then uh, Hastings on special teams again having problems. They got a punt blocked deep in their own territory. Preston Emerson picks up the ball at the 10-yard line and takes it into the end zone for a scoop and score as uh, Emerson put the uh, Tigers ahead 20 to nothing. The point after touchdown was no good, and that's the way we stand here at halftime. 20 to nothing is the score. Tigers have the lead over Hastings College, so uh, two big mistakes on special teams. You talk about it, you got to be solid in your offense, you got to be solid in your defense, you got to be solid in your special teams. And when one phase of the game uh, is not up to the par, so to speak, Jimmy, it can affect the rest of the game, and that's been the case here. Two mistakes 
directly resulting in uh, two touchdowns, and it's 20 to nothing, Tigers. Yeah, and we'll get to some numbers here in a minute, but uh, you look at the total numbers, only 20 yards separate these two football teams, so uh, not a lot of offense out of two struggling football teams, but when you've got a good special teams uh, uh, program here like uh, Ross Simple has, that's kind of been the difference here, and uh, boy, Hastings just continues to make mistakes on special teams, tackling, penalties. Uh, it's just, it's been just like it's been the last seven weeks. And uh, here we are at halftime again, talking about how Hastings is going to have to try to dig out of a hole here at halftime. Get you some uh, numbers here at halftime brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boots. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. In that first half of action, Dakota Wesleyan, they've thrown it uh, 12 of 23 times for 150 yards. Well, I can tell you that uh, their total numbers are wrong. We'll, we'll give you mine. I, that doesn't total up. I just was handed the official numbers. I'll have to dissect this again. But 150 and 122 does not equal 144. You can look at that again if that's the way I was looking. Anyway, uh, 10 of 22 is what I've got, 147, 12 rushes for 35. So I got 182 total offense for Dakota Wesleyan. Leibolt leads the way, receiving five catches, 58 yards. And uh, rushing numbers, Loudenburg with uh, five carries, just seven yards. First downs in the football game for Dakota Wesleyan. I've got them for 10, and I've got them for three penalties in the first half of action. For Hastings in the first half, the two quarterbacks have combined two of 12, 50 yards, one big play, though, 45-yarder to Stenhouse for Hastings in that first half. 26 carries, 73 yards for the uh, rushing game for the Broncos, so 123 total offense for Hastings in that first half. I've got him for four first downs. I've got him for three penalties in the game. Uh, Again, leading receiver is Coyote Stenhouse, one catch, 45 yards. Martinez has a catch for five. Rushing leaders is... uh, Jesse Allrich, 12 carries, 45 yards, and I've got uh, Brett Simonson, 11 carries, and 27 yards. But again, uh, Bronco offense struggling, uh, special teams not up to par, and uh, we find ourselves trailing 20 to nothing here in Mitchell, South Dakota, on a cloudy, cool, breezy day at Joe Quintal Field. All right, so Hastings uh, trailing here in the uh, regular season finale. We'll take a break, come back and check some scores as we continue on the halftime show on 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. All right, back here in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota, checking the scores from the Great Plains Athletic Conference, the ones that we have at least. Uh, Hastings trailing Dakota Wesleyan here at halftime. The score is 20 to nothing in favor of the Broncos. Midland has got a uh, lead over Dort. Score is 14 to nothing. They're in the second quarter, and Jamestown has got a lead over. Brian Cliff, the score is seven to nothing. Jamestown with a lead over the Chargers of Brian Cliff. Hastings College sports teams in action today. You've got the Hastings College men's and women's basketball teams. 
They are playing in Yankton, South Dakota today against the Lancers of Mount Marty. The women's game is now getting underway here in the 2 o'clock time segment, 4 o'clock for the guys game. Hastings College uh, playing Mount Marty in basketball today. Hastings College women off to a 5-0 start. The Hastings College men at 5-1. And, and we'll pick up uh, Bronco basketball for the rest of their season beginning uh, next week. We'll be on the road next Saturday in uh, Sioux City as the Broncos play some uh, big games against the uh, Morningside Mustangs. So we invite you to join us for Bronco basketball. They've had uh, spot coverage up until now, but we'll get uh, full bore beginning uh, next Saturday. He sings and uh, Morningside up in Sioux City. The Broncos are playing today in a Yankton against Mount Marty. 20 to nothing is our score here. Hastings College is trailing the Chargers, or rather trailing the uh, Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Got some other scores from across the nation here today. In major college football, Alabama is out on top of Mississippi State. The score is 38 to 7. Alabama with a lead over uh, Mississippi State. Penn State has got a lead over Indiana. The score is 27 to 24. Penn State with a lead there. They are in the fourth quarter with about two and a half minutes to go. Eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Florida is leading the Missouri Tigers. The score is 23 to 6. Here's a fourth quarter score with about 10 minutes to go. It is Michigan. Leading Michigan State, the score is 37-10. Michigan with a lead over the Michigan State Spartans in the Big 12 today. In the fourth quarter, three minutes to play. You've got Oklahoma State leading Kansas by the score of 31-6. Got some final scores in. Auburn beat VMI today. Final score of 47-6. Army wins that ball game. Here's a fourth quarter score. Florida State, who fired their coach a couple of weeks ago. They won last week, and now they're leading again this week. Florida State with a lead over Alabama State, 42-12. to They've got about five minutes to play in that ball game. Four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. TCU has got a two-point lead over Texas Tech. The score is 33-31. to Final score in, Northwestern has beaten UMass today by a score of 45-6. to So Northwestern improves to 2-8 and eight on the season. Temple has got the lead over Tulane in the fourth quarter. The score is 29-21. Alabama-Birmingham out on top of Texas-El Paso. 23-7 is the score. They've got about six minutes to play in the third quarter. First quarter score, Notre Dame has got the lead over Navy, the score of 14 to nothing. Final score in from Lincoln today. Wisconsin beats Nebraska, final score of 37 to 21. So the Huskers, they dropped to four wins and six losses on the season, two and five in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. And in case you missed it earlier, it was announced that Scott Frost was given a two-year contract extension today by Bill Moose and the university. So uh, Scott Frost still with a uh, seven-year contract at Nebraska despite the uh, Huskers' troubles here. 
as Nebraska loses to Wisconsin today. Final score of 37-21. to Idaho State, BYU just getting started here this afternoon. Troy and Texas State is uh, just getting started as well. Coastal Carolina and Arkansas State has just kicked off, and uh, Georgia Southern has uh, got a 7 to nothing lead over Louisiana Monroe there in the first quarter of play. Got some uh, games that will be kicking off here shortly at 2.30 involving the nation's top 25. You've got Ohio State playing today at Rutgers. The Buckeyes are 53-point favorites over uh, Rutgers in that football game this afternoon. A couple other games are starting here at 2.30. Wake Forest will play at third-ranked Clemson. Big battle between Georgia and Auburn. The Dogs are ranked number four in the country. Auburn ranked number 12. They're going to kick off here at 2.30 as well. Memphis playing at Houston, kicking off at 2.30. Texas will play at Iowa State, also at 2.30. Other 2.30 starts in major college football. You've got West Virginia playing at Kansas State. Central Michigan playing at Ball State. Virginia Tech at Georgia Tech. Kentucky at Vanderbilt. Then at uh, 3 o'clock today, a big one in the Big Ten. Minnesota playing the Iowa Hawkeyes in Iowa City. Minnesota is 9-0 and on the season. The Hawkeyes are at 6-3. and Also kicking off at 3 o'clock this afternoon. You've got Syracuse playing at Duke. Hawaii is in Vegas to take on the Rebels of UNLV. Here's a big one. Incarnate Word. I didn't even know they had a football team. I knew they had a basketball team because they, they beat the Huskers a year or so ago. But the Incarnate Word in football will play at New Mexico State at 3 o'clock this afternoon. And Wyoming has got a, a 3 o'clock date with uh, Utah State. So that brings you up to date on all the uh, college football. Again, Nebraska losing today to Wisconsin. Final score of 37-21. to 21. I see Adrian Martinez completed 13 of 23 passes today for 220 yards and a touchdown. The Big Ten's... Uh, Leading rusher, Jonathan Taylor for Wisconsin. He went over two bills today. Rushed for 220 against Nebraska last year. This year, 25 carries, 204 yards, and uh, two touchdowns in that ball game. And Hastings College is uh, trailing here in the Great Plains Athletic Conference to score. It is Hastings trailing Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 20 to nothing. That is the halftime show. Stick around. We've got the third quarter coming up next. You're listening to Bronco Basketball, Bronco Football. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Mary Lanning has been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. 
So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. Hi, back here at Joe Quinzall Field in Mitchell, South Dakota today. Hastings College trailing uh, Dakota Wesleyan to score 20 to nothing at halftime. We got a score in from uh, over in Iowa and Orange City. Northwestern has got the lead over Morningside. The score is 13 to 10. Northwestern with a lead over Morningside. They should be uh, close to halftime or maybe at halftime. So a big one there, the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference uh, Championship on the line. Obviously, both of those teams will be moving into the national playoffs beginning next week. Pairings will be out uh, sometime this weekend, but obviously Northwestern and, and Morningside will move on to the playoffs, but they're uh, deciding the championship here today, Jimmy, between the two great football teams, 13-10, to 10, Northwestern with a lead over the Stangs. Yeah, we were uh, just talking about that. I was just trying to find out what quarter it is. I, I believe I heard uh, when they said it here that it was nearing the halftime mark. We're probably running a little ahead of uh, all the games in the G-Pack with uh, the way these teams have kept it on the ground here in the first half. But, uh, again, we've seen both teams. I thought Northwestern had uh, pretty good offense there in the first half last week against Hastings College, but Morningside is just such a well-rounded football team. Steve Ryan continues to put uh, good players in good uh, places, and uh, he's got a lot of talent on that squad. So we'll see how that thing ends up. But, yeah, so far Northwestern's got the lead on uh, Morningside. But while we look at this game here in uh, in the football game and look at the uh, official numbers here again, uh, the Broncos have held Dakota Wesleyan minus six rushing in the, uh, the football game, they've given up 150 through the air, so actually 144 total offense. Really kind of an even-played game offensively. Hastings with not a whole lot more. 37 offensive plays, 124 yards in the football game, but it's been special teams, and we always find one way in a, in a football game to, to give the opponent the edge, and it's been special teams here today. A block punt, scoop and score, and then uh, we've had trouble. We tried to kick a field goal in the – in the uh, mid part of the second quarter, that was a bad snap. And Holder rolls off to the right side, throws it, and it hit Ostendorf in the hands. He drops it. Would have been enough for a first down. So we just uh, continue to have troubles here in the 10th game of the season. Broncos again 2-7. and seven. They've lost seven in a row. And uh, unless they can pull a rabbit out of their hat here in the second half, we're going to lose eight games in a row as Dakota Wesleyan holds a 20 to nothing lead. They will get the football to start this second half, it's going to be Leibolt and uh, and uh, Nugenhauer back deep to uh, return this kick. Now, keep an eye on this tandem. 
number one in the conference in return for DWU. All right, so uh, we'll see what happens here in the second half. The Broncos, as usual, have a, a lot of wood to chop here in the second half, 20 to nothing. We need to get you with a uh, chainsaw. We need to <laughs> There's what we, we really need. We yeah, need a we chainsaw. Need a chain, chainsaw. We've had troubles. We've been trying to chop a lot of wood all year long for seven weeks in a row, and we haven't got through the tree yet. All right, here comes the uh, run-up and the boot. It's going to send to the far side, picked up at the two-yard line, back quickly to the 10, 15, 20, out to the uh, 24-yard line. So a nice return. That's that's the difference right there, Jimmy. Just a, a nice return by DWU. They bring it out across the 20. Hastings has had plenty of chances. What happens? We're inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, Nugenbauer gets it down around the goal line and brings it all the way out across the 20-yard line. They'll officially spot it down to 23. So here comes Lester in the Tiger offense back out onto the field. And, uh, again, the Bronco defense is uh, not broke here today. They've made some... Foolish mistakes, but uh, that's that's kind of par for the course the way things have gone this season. All right, so uh, Luster is going to have a, a running back in the backfield off of his right hip, and he gives the ball away to him, Loudenberg, and Loudenberg brings the ball to the 28-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Titus Clay for the Hastings College defense. So a quick pickup of five yards in a play, second down, five yards to go. Tigers moving from our left to our right here in quarter number three with a 20 to nothing lead. Wide receivers split out wide to the left side here for Dakota Wesley. A man comes in motion. There's a Loudenberger again. This time he's going to be stacked up in the backfield, and down he goes, written down to the turf. He got to the 25-yard line. A little loss in the play of a three yards. Tackle is made in there by the Broncos on defense. Abdul Mare, Hagen Tucker. Into the stop there for uh, Hastings College. A loss of a couple of yards in a play. Third down now. Third down, seven yards to go. Tigers have the ball on their own 26-yard line. Two wide receivers split to the left side of the formation. One wide receiver to the right. Loudenberger is in the backfield. Here's uh, Lester. He wants to throw the ball, and it's going to be caught out here at the 43-yard line. Leibel makes the reception. Tackle is made by uh, Michael Draley for Hastings, but Leibold makes another reception, and that is another first down for the Tigers. First down, number 11, and again, third and long, and our defense allows Dakota Wesleyan to come up with yet another big play. They hit Leibold across the middle. Double coverage by Hastings College, and he makes the catch. That's good for 23, out to the 43, and a first down. Now Lester up under center here, and they fake the pitch. Now they're going to give the ball away on a pitch. Out here at the 40-yard line to the 45, and he uh, scampers out of bounds. They fake the pitch, and then they give her away on the pitch as a Spencer Nugenbauer brings it to the f- wide side of the field. All that running, Jimmy, you net two yards. It's second down and eight. Yeah, a lot of running there. Hastings had him strung out here to the near side of the field right in front of the carded Ross Simple. Still able to... Uh, not take that a loss. He got the football across the original line of scrimmage. Picked up two, second down and eight. Ball at the 45. All right, Dakota Wesleyan with a lead over Hastings. The score is 20 to nothing. Here's uh, Lester going to throw the ball down the left sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Lester was buried on the play there by Abdul Mare. He made the, uh, the throw down there, though. It was overthrown. Got a lot of mustard on that baby, despite uh, ending up on the seat of his pants back here. Mustard. A lot of mustard. We need a dog then. Third down here. 
Leibolt uh, in the football game, eight receptions down, 90 yards. We have uh, been able to keep Loudenburg uh, kind of in check. Loudenburg coming in the game with almost 500 yards, six touchdowns on the season. And uh, he's only got uh, six carries and 11 yards. So we've done a pretty good job. Uh, Tigers look at a third down, third and long again. Watch out downfield. Long, a low snap is uh, Lester grabs it. He throws the ball to the far sideline. That baby is going to be caught right at the first down stakes. Fly bold again with the uh, reception there. Tackle is made by Michael Draley. Fly bold has made the, the catch in the ball the last two third down conversions, Jimmy, and both of them have been right in front of uh, Michael Draley over there, the corner for Hastings. Picking on Draley over there. 100 yards now on nine receptions. That one good for 10. That is first down number 12. Dakota Westland now into Bronco territory on the march yet again with a 20 to nothing lead. Luster up under center here as he pitches the ball back. Loudenberg is uh, hemmed in it. Down he goes back here at the uh, 50-yard line. Nice play in the ball there by uh, Hastings. Tyler Pulowski is the guy to get in there for the Broncos to bring down Loudenberg. That's a loss of about four yards in a play back here at the 49-yard line. Pulowski's had some big plays here. He's busted up some passes downfield. That was just a great open field tackle on a very speedy Loudenberg. Loss of uh, four yards, going to bring up second down, 16. So, excuse me, second down and 14 to go here for D-Dub. All right, they're in the uh, shotgun set now with wide receivers all over the place. There's a pass across the middle. Leibold grabs the ball again, slips the tackle, takes it across the 40, down to the Bronco, 38-yard line. Tackle is made in there by uh, Hastings. That's uh, Dayron Jones into the stop for Hastings. But that was a pickup there. Now they're in a manageable situation here. Third down and about three yards to go from the Hastings College, 38. Liable three consecutive receptions here in the second half. Good for 23, 10, and 11 yards. And he's got Dakota Wesleyan set up on a third down and about three at the 38 of Hastings. They think the swing pass. Now they come back the other way. A lot of room, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Five-yard line touchdown. They get the ball to Loudenburg. They fake the throw to the... Opposite side of the field, Jimmy, and then they throw it back here to the nearest side, and the, there was not a man around for the Bronco defense. A completed pass, and Loudenberg takes the ball the distance for the touchdown for the Tigers. My goodness, did they have that set up good? They had four blockers out in front of Loudenberg. Once Lester got him the football, Dayron Jones was about the last hope for Hastings, and then Loudenberg did a little shimmy shake at about the seven, takes it back up the middle of the field, and in for 38-yard touchdown, pass and catch, and now uh, Gale back into the football game for the PAT. The snap, the hold, the kick is good. And uh, opening drive of this second half, Dakota Wesleyan takes it downfield and scores, so a 10-24 left to go from Mitchell, South Dakota. It's all Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers 27, Broncos nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. I'm Elvis. Santa's head elf. You may have heard that Christmas is coming soon this year. That's because Thanksgiving is coming later. Well, it's very complicated as to why. But the distance between Thanksgiving and Christmas disappears faster than a snowball on the 4th of July. Coincidentally, ShopWheelerDealer.com has already started the shopping season with the stocking stuffer sale. Shop local, say big. During the stocking stuffer sale at ShopWheelerDealer.com through November 30th. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
All right, first possession of the second half for DWU, a nine-play, 77-yard drive. That was a 38-yard kind of a fullback pass there, Zach Lester to Luke Loudenberg. The PAT was good, 27 to nothing now. As uh, Dakota Westland has got the lead over Hastings College. All right, here comes the run-up in the boot. See what Hastings can do here in the second half. Broncos will return the ball. Out across the 20 to the uh, 23-yard line. And that's where the Hastings offense will will start here in the second half. And we'll see what uh, is going to happen at quarterback here. I was expecting to see probably. They they rolled the dice on the sidelines. We'll see what number popped up on the die. It's going to be Isaiah Jackson back into the game for Hastings. He started the ball game, so he's going to start the second half as well. So Isaiah Jackson comes back out. Now he finds himself uh, trailing in this ball game by the score of 27 to nothing. He grabs the ball. He's going to take a shot downfield. Stenthouse is out there, and he can't make the catch down here at the Tiger 30-yard line. Off of his fingertips. Boy, and he had a couple steps on his defender and just not able to reach out and get that football. Big play. Stenhouse uh, lets that one fall to the turf. So, Hastings, a look at a second and 10. The uh, quarterbacks for Hastings today, they've thrown 13 passes, completed two, basically all Isaiah Jackson. Allrich has thrown one uh, one pass here today. Two out of 13, not going to get the job done. Not at all. Here's a uh, running play now, oh. and he is hit at the 22. Brenton Bell, who's been banged up and has missed a, a couple of ball games. That's going to send him back to the sidelines in a hurry if wow. he gets hit like that again. Exactly, and he will. He'll go off to the sidelines. Well, actually, he's going to go out into the slot, but wow, he was buried at the line of scrimmage. Zach Gores is the guy who leveled the hit. Hastings College now with a, this is familiar territory, third and long, third and ten. Ball is at their own 23-yard line. Jackson throws the ball across the middle, incomplete. Martinez, the intended receiver, that one was thrown off of his fingertips. So that's going to be a three and out. The Broncos will have to punt on fourth down and 10 from their own 23-yard line. Tell you what, and Jimmy and I, we keep looking at each other. This does not look like a two and eight football team. We're talking about uh, Dakota Wesley. They've won on one game in the in the conference. That was last week against Jamestown. But tell you what, this, this is a pretty good football team. Yeah, they really are very disciplined and They've got it in all phases. They've got good skilled players and receivers. That's a low snap. Terrible boy. He was lucky to get that off. And now look out. Well, Leibold's going to call for a fair catch. I don't know how our hunter, uh, our punter, Hunter, got that one off. He had two guys on both sides of him. Somehow was able to slither that football off of his foot through the uh, mass of humanity. He had one blocked for a touchdown earlier in this game, and he gets that one off. So now Dakota Wesley going to take over at their own 39. All right, so the Tigers have the lead over the Broncos, 27 to nothing. Hastings trying to break a end of the season seven-game losing streak, but things have not gone real well for us here today. And now the Tigers will keep the ball on the ground here as they bring it across the 40, out to about the 43-yard line. That's uh, Loudenberg carrying the ball to uh, the 40. Now they're going to mark it at the 41, so pick it up only two yards in the play. Second down, eight yards to go. Tigers working from our left to our right, east to west, here at this uh, field in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota. 
There's a uh, running play. That's going to be uh, Lester trying to get outside, and he is going to be hit, and down he goes. A loss of uh, a couple of yards on the play there. Lester down on the ground. They're going to help him up. That was uh, that was our man we've talked about in the tight skin suit. That was uh, Mare falling on top of Lester. He does get up. Well, you'd be slow in getting up, too, if Abdul Mare <laughs> fell on you. Yes, that's uh, that's correct. He's a, he's a lot of man. Chance Bolin also in there. For uh, Hastings making the stop, Bolin is at 295 pounds, and Mari is at 310. That's like a half a ton falling on you here. <laughs> it's a third down and nine yards to go. There's a pass. Leibold grabs the ball, but that's a short game up to the 44-yard line. A pickup of only three yards on the play. And now uh, Dakota Wesleyan will have to punt on fourth down. Dakota Wesleyan coming into this game averaging about 190 mm-hmm. yards mm-hmm. passing. Per game, I've got him at 232 now. Leibolt's been the guy that's killed us. Leibolt with uh, 11 catches now and 114 yards. Hastings College will have Heikinen drop back deep. He'll be just right around his own 20-yard line. Clock moving at the 740 mark. Broncos trail 27 nothing. How about a big return? We haven't had one uh, all, year. all year long. Heikinen has taken over the, the chores back there. Here comes the rush. Hastings can't do it. They knocked down the... The kicker, but no penalty flags. Hastings is going to grab the ball at the 28. Armchair officials down in front of us wanted a roughing the punter. That was probably the punter's dad. As a little son is knocked down on the play, but no uh, flag. And Hastings will have the ball back at the other end. Hastings will have it here at the 28-yard line. Jackson will get another series after going three and out. So we'll see how long, again, his leash is here in the second half. couple of receivers out to the right side, one to the left. That's Ostendorf. Simonson in the backfield right off the right hip. He'll get the handoff. That's a running play across the 30 to the 32. Pickup of three. Ostendorf has been uh, quiet today. Stenhouse. Well, they've all been quiet. Yeah. You've thrown 14 passes, and you've completed two. We we got one com- pass completion to uh, Martinez and one to Stenhouse. Stenhouse, that's it. It's quiet. Second down here. Second down for Hastings. There's another running play. Simonson brings it off with the left side, and he puts his shoulder down and drives it for one yard. Third down. Third down and about five yards to go. They give him a, a good spot on the ball as they bring the ball to the 34-yard line. Tell you what, Simonson, not a big kid, but he's used to this physicality. Uh, Jesse Ulrich as well when he's in there. Guys are going to be good. They're just young. They were very physical runners in high school. They swing the ball out here. Simonson grabs the ball. Simonson is down at the 37. He's got to get to the 38-yard line. I think he's going to be short. The official spotting the football here. Run out of bounds over here by Zach Gores again, the linebacker. For the uh, Tigers, and they cannot get to the first down stakes. It is fourth down and a yard, and here comes the Bronco punt team. Three and out again. We better figure out how to block the uh, rush guys for Dakota Wesley, and they've blocked one and nearly got to another one. Liable to drop back deep. He'll stand in his own 30. 5.55 and counting. Boy, I tell you what, a very quick football game moving here in Mitchell. Here comes the uh, snap. Now Hunter is going to throw... Try to run with the football. He's got it at the 35, and he's going to be run out of bounds. He didn't get to the first down stakes. I don't know. That's going to be very close. The, the near sideline judge is uh, not there, but the far side. No, he's, he, he didn't get there. They tried to go for it on a uh, fourth down here, and I think uh, Hunter did not. 
quite no, good. No, no, now see, they're gonna, you're wrong. You're wrong, sir. They're going to give him the first down here at the 39-yard line. Maybe they ought to give Hunter the football more often. I seen him extend it and dive. He knew where exactly he needed to go. I think the football made it across the line of scrimmage or where he needed, but the body didn't. He was hit over there. First down, 6-1 for Hastings. All right, so the Broncos rolling the dice there, and then they come back with a running play that nets about a half a yard. Brent Simonson carrying the ball to the uh, 41-yard line. So a fake punt there by the Broncos on special teams will result in a uh, first down, so they'll be able to extend the drive. I think they'll feel the urgency now looking on the scoreboard oh, yeah. and we're at the toward the tail end of the third quarter in a 20 to nothing ball game. Dakota Westland has got the lead. Isaiah Jackson wants to throw, throws it here, incomplete. Martinez, the intended receiver. Well, you, you, the sense of urgency ought to be there. This is a football team that can take a lot of time off the clock. Your possessions are going to be limited. You're down to 443, clock stop. That was a ball that was thrown out in front of Martinez, was not able to get uh, even a hand on it. So now Hastings in another familiar spot, third and long, third and eight. Three wide receivers this side. Austin Dorf will be the wide out to the far side of the field. Jackson waiting for the snap. Dakota Wesleyan showing blitz. Here they come. Jackson winds up, throws the ball down the right sideline over the wrong shoulder. Stanhouse was out there for Hastings. He had his step on his band, but that one was thrown over his wrong shoulder there. He couldn't come up with the, the catch, and now it's fourth down, and Hastings will be in punt formation again, fourth down and eight. Four wide receivers out on the pattern. Three of them run deep patterns, and we have one run, one underneath. We only needed eight. We didn't need 40. Uh, but anyway, it falls incomplete, and uh, this guy's been busy today. He's had an, uh, an adventure. Ryan Hunter back into the game. With marginal success, he's had one block, and he's had a seven-yard kick. He gets this one away, and it's going to be fielded by Leibel. The fair catch is called for at the uh, 25-yard line, and that's where Dakota Wesleyan will start. Yeah, he had a uh, kick for seven yards in the first half. He had one blocked for a uh, touchdown in the first half. The last couple have been uh, all right. And now uh, Dakota Wesleyan has got the ball back here. He rushes for a first down, so that's uh, yeah. a positive on his side. We've had we've had two punts here this second half. So seven punts on the day, one of them blocked. So, again, uh, Hunter has been very busy here in the uh, football game. So, Lester in the offense back out there. The line of scrimmage is the 26-yard line. 427 left to go here. Tigers 27, Broncos nothing. Man comes in motion to the wide side of the field. Lester waiting for the snap. Now he turns around and uh, will come back the other way. They fake the ball to him. Lester is going to bring the ball across the 35 to the 36. So, Loudenburg came in motion. He put the brakes on, went back the other way. They faked the ball to him. Lester jams it up inside against his Bronco defense, and he was finally tackled in the play by Dayron Jones, but a nicely uh, designed play there, and it picks up about nine yards. Second down and a yard. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball at their own 35-yard line, working left to right here in the third quarter of play. 20 to nothing is the score. Tigers have got the lead. Here's Lester waiting for the snap. He's got it. Loudenberg gets the call. Loudenberg across the 40, stretches out to the uh, 41-yard line. Tigers Clay into the stop for the Hastings College defense, but that is another first down for the Tigers. So Dakota Westland, who is uh, under the zero mark in the first half of play, minus six against the Hastings College D, is uh, starting to flex their muscles here on the ground in the second half, and now they're going to take a shot downfield, and that ball is going to be off of the fingertips 
of his intended receiver, Garrett Dieterman, was the guy out here in the pattern for Dakota Wesleyan. Dieterman, a freshman out of Watertown, South Dakota. That ball was uh, thrown long in a second down and 10 yards to go. You're scampering for the record well, books for some reason. Well, we always uh, tend to have a problem giving up a lot of yardage to one individual. I was trying to remember the guy that uh, rushed all over us uh, uh, about two to three different years up here. Here's a uh, running play over here to the uh, nearest sideline. Loudenberg is going to be brought down for a couple of yards. Yeah, remember that? Somebody, somebody had a career up here yeah, against this. Yeah, run for over 300 yeah. on us. And I'm not sure he didn't run for over 300 a couple of different uh, times up here against uh, Hastings down the Broncos with another guy down. We'll try to get the uh, get a number here, both trainers on both sides, as they'll tend to the injured Bronco. Hi, the uh, injury timeout. We'll take a break. 3.06 to play here in the third quarter. Dakota Wesleyan with the lead. Tigers 27, Broncos nothing. You're listening to Hastings College Football. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, uh, Tyler Pulowski was the injured Bronco. He's been uh, banged up the past couple of weeks, and now he's uh, helped off of the field by the Bronco training staff. Third down and 12 yards to go. There's Lester. He wants to throw the ball. It's going to be downfield. It's going to be incomplete. Zach Lester unloading downfield. That's uh, an incomplete pass trying to get the ball to Spencer Nugenbauer. That's overthrown. It's going to bring up a uh, fourth down situation. Fourth down at about uh, 12 or 13 yards to go. And now the uh, Tigers will punt the football away, leading by a score of 27 to nothing with two minutes and 45 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Dropping back, doing the uh, punting charge here, uh, Tate Gale. The Broncos nearly got to that one. Here comes uh, Heikene, comes up to uh, grab the ball. At the 34-yard line, so the former Lawrence Nelson product there grabs the ball at the 34, hauls it in on the Broncos special teams, and here comes the Hastings College offense back out there. Northwestern continuing to lead Morningside in the conference championship ball game in Orange City, 13-10. Northwestern with a lead over the number one-ranked Morningside Mustangs. So here's Isaiah Jackson back out offensively, a running play there. Simonson brings the ball to the uh, 40-yard line. Brings the ball to the uh, 40-yard line. Now uh, that's Christian Newhart who just checked in there. Newhart is uh, down here for Hastings. So the freshman out of Colorado Springs, he gets his first carry of the day. And uh, Newhart is uh, slow in getting up here. He got hit on the... The right knee, and he's holding his uh, right knee here for Hastings. So Christian Newhart, who's had just uh, five carries all season long, comes in and makes his first carry of this ball game. And somebody hit him hard right on his uh, right knee, and he is down in the play here with two minutes and 25 seconds to go in quarter number three. We'll take a injury timeout here. 
Hastings College trailing Dakota Wesleyan. It's the Tigers 27, the Broncos nothing. You're listening to Hastings College football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. All right, they get new heart off of the field, so back into the ball game comes Brent Simonson, and he's going to get the call there. Simonson takes the ball for a first down across the 45-yard line to the 47. Ethan Gawkey, you know, the stop there for the uh, D-Dub defense, the middle linebacker, kid from Kimball, South Dakota. First down, 10 yards to go. He sings with the ball on their own. 48-yard line. There's a pass grabbed there by Griffin Roberts, a converted quarterback, as he takes the ball to the 45-yard line now of uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Tackle is made by uh, Cody Rackett, a linebacker for the Tigers. That was a pickup of about eight yards on the play. Second down and two yards to go. Hastings has moved the ball into Dakota Wesleyan territory. Down at the 45-yard line. Jackson's got wide receivers to the right side. Play action pass. Jackson is going to take a shot. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to a Stenhouse again. Another good play there defensively by the secondary for the Tigers. Knocking that ball away at the last second. Now Hastings is looking at third down. Third down and two yards to go. You're still scrambling for the record book. Uh, you bring up the fact. Well, it is. It, it, don't you ever have situations where something just bothers you and you've got to find the answer? I'm going to find the answer. Hastings looks at a third down and two. A minute 12 left to go here in the third quarter. All right, Hastings with the ball at the 45-yard line. Jackson stands in the pocket. Jackson fires the ball. That baby is going to be caught there by Stenhouse at the 35. That's going to be up for a first down. So the pass was delivered low, only where Stenhouse could grab it. And uh, Kiente Stenhouse picks up the uh, first down. Down here at the uh, Tiger 35-yard line, Hastings has not been in the end zone yet today, trailing 27 to nothing in this ballgame. Simonson will get the call. Simonson down to the uh, 31-yard line. A pickup of about four yards on the play there. Tackle is made by uh, Ethan Gonkey again for the uh, Dakota Wesleyan defense. Second down, six yards to go. He sings with the ball at the 31. There's a pass that's almost intercepted. Almost intercepted there by the uh, Tigers as Jackson fires the ball to the right side. Nearly picked off by the Tigers. Incomplete pass, and it's going to bring up a third down situation. Michigan has beaten Michigan State today in the Big Ten, 44-10. So Jim Harbaugh picks up a win. Penn State has beaten Indiana 34-27. Nebraska today losing to the uh, Wisconsin Badgers 37-21 in Lincoln. Hastings trailing here 27-0 to Dakota Wesley, and Jackson wants to throw. Jackson is hit, and Jackson goes down. Back here at the 43-yard line, a big loss on the play of about 10 yards. 
So Jackson is uh, sacked in the play. Now Hastings will be looking at a, a fourth down situation, fourth down and long. And now the uh, Tigers have an injured player down there. Well, the guys that are involved with the, the sack is now uh, hurt in the play. He's going to make his way off of the field here, and Hastings will get ready to uh, punt, but that is the end of the third quarter. Three quarters in the books, into the final uh, quarter coming up here. We'll take a break with a score. Dakota Wesleyan 27, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it, and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at uh, Joe Quintal Field in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan as we get ready for the uh, fourth and final quarter. 27 to nothing is the score. The Tigers have the lead. Stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For uh, Dakota Wesleyan, the passing today, uh, their quarterback, Zach Lester, is 15 of 30, 232 yards. A lot of those have been on the uh, hands of Libel. Libel now with uh, 11 catches, 114 yards in the game. 13 first downs for Dakota Wesleyan in the football game for Hastings College. In the game, the Broncos uh, with 35 carries and 94 yards. We passed for 69, so 163 total yards of offense. And Hastings looks at a fourth and long. Hastings are going for it here. They're going to take a shot. That's way overthrown. Trying to get it to a Stenhouse. And again, uh, too much on that one. It's an incomplete pass. And a turnover on downs. Hastings on uh, fourth downs here today. They are just uh, one one out of four now. Go to Wesleyan. uh, They've gone for it once. Didn't uh, get their third downs. Broncos 4 of 15. Again, the Broncos with 94 on the ground, 69 through the air, 163 total. We've had two penalties in the football game. We've punted seven times for an average of 23.8. Dakota Wesleyan takes over on downs firmly with the game in the hands, in the palm of their hands. All right, here's uh, Lester. He's going to throw the ball. That's going to be uh, picked off over there by the Broncos on the far sideline and then. Let's see, did he hang on to it? He did. Dayron Jones gets the interception for Hastings. That's his fourth pick of the 2019 season. So the Broncos will get a turnover here. Nice job there by Dayron Jones, the sophomore out of Kansas City. He gets the pick, and the Broncos have the ball. 
here at the uh, 46-yard line. 46 of Dakota Westland, so the Bronco offense will come back out. Hastings under 200 total yards in the offense here today. There's a running play. Uh, Brenton Bell, he gets it to the 44, and he is uh, hit down there by the uh, Dakota Wesleyan defense. Gores again into the stop for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Good-looking linebacker, a junior from T. South Dakota, the linebacker is very good here for the Tigers. They show a three-man front here against the Bronco offense. They swing the ball out. It's going to be grabbed. Simonson with the ball, 40. Simonson at the 35, and he's run out of bounds down there around the uh, 33-yard line. 14 minutes to play here in the ball game. Hastings is trailing Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 27 to nothing. Trying to get into the end zone here in this ball game. That was enough for a first down down here at the D-Dub 35-yard line. And now a sack. Isaiah Jackson is uh, sacked on the play back here at the 45-yard line. So a loss of uh, 10 yards on the play there by uh, D-Dub. Tackle is made in there. They got some new guys in there. Samuel Henderson making the uh, sack there. A three, 275-pound freshman for the uh, Tigers. So it's second down. Here's Jackson. His pass there is going to be caught. Hanging on to the ball is going to be Martinez. He took a shot. Martinez hauls the ball in at the uh, 26-yard line. So now Hastings will be looking at third down. It is third down for Hastings. They have the ball down here at the 26-yard line. Third down and about a yard to go. Jackson swings the ball out here. It's going to be grabbed, and they lost a yard. They throw the ball out to a Simonson, and they lose a yard. Simonson swinging out of the backfield. He is hit on the play there. Now Hastings looking at fourth down. Fourth down and about two and a half yards to go. Hastings with the ball back here at the 28-yard line. Broncos left to right here in the fourth quarter of play, trailing by the score of 27 to nothing. Pass is going to be caught there down to the uh, 22-yard line. That's going to be enough for a uh, first down. Lam Urbano making the reception there. He's a freshman out of Dallas, Texas. That is only his second reception of the year for Hastings. Good place for it. Nice slant pattern. Good throw by Jackson. Picks up almost eight yards. First and ten for Hastings. Here's Jackson. He throws the ball. That's going to be incomplete. Is it caught? Is going to be caught down there by Brenton Bell at the two-yard line. So Hastings knocking on touchdown door for the uh, first time here today. First time we've been in the uh, red zone. Hastings with the ball down here at the two-yard line of Dakota Westland with 11:40 to play in the fourth quarter. Simonson is going to be in the backfield here for Hastings. Simon's going to get going to get the call, and he busts forward there. He does not get into the end zone from the two-yard line. He's going to be stopped short. Ball is going to be sitting right on the goal line. He sings quickly up to the line of scrimmage here. Second down and goal from just outside the one-yard line. Simonson gets the call again. Simonson is hit. Simonson is hit at about the two-yard line. A loss of about a yard and a half on the play. This has not been our forte, Jimmy. We've been down here several times this year. 
like inside the uh, two or three yard line and have not been able to get the ball into the end zone. Yeah, we just, uh, for whatever it's worth, we don't have the manpower against some of these bigger defensive fronts. Third down and a goal. We're going to try to throw for it, and that's incomplete. Oh, boy. Now it's a fourth down. It is fourth down and goal. The ball is at the two-yard line. If we can't get it in here, Tony is going to blow a a cork. Well, he's standing right beside uh, offensive coordinator Clint Head. I don't know whether to watch the play or watch the coaches. You you watch the coaches. I'll right. watch the play All here. Right. Sounds good. Fourth down and goal. The ball is at the two-yard line. Jackson sprints out. He fires the ball. It's incomplete. Well, the result of the play wasn't very good. The result of the coaches was comical because there was a stare down. And then the hands on the hip, he still has hands on the hips, and uh, he just shook his head as he stared at his offensive coordinator. So, yeah, that's one thing that's really bothered us, and I know we've got some injured players and uh, linemen and whatnot, but, you know, Mike, when you get down there, you're a college football team. When you get down inside the five-yard line, if you can't reach out and man up and get the guy across from you and bust him in the chops and pick up a yard or two, we just can't do it. We just we do not have the the desire or the will or whatever it is. We just cannot pick up short yards when we need to. All right, here's uh, Dakota Wesley, and now they're going to run a play to try to get some space uh, from their goal line here. We're down to ten and a half minutes to go. Yeah, that's not the first time, Jimmy, that that, that no, has happened. And, 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 I, I can see it if it happens once or twice, but it's kind of a reoccurring thing that we cannot score from inside the two or three yard line. Hey, and believe me, uh, we we've had a tough enough year broadcasting a lot of these uh, games and a lot of these losses, and it just gets uh, it gets frustrating that we just can't pick up short yardage when we need to, especially inside the one or two. Lester is now going to run a reverse out of the end zone, and they bring the ball to the 10 to the 12-yard line. That's Dugenbauer. Wow. They run the reverse running out of the their own end zone, now to the 12-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. Dakota Wesley can uh, get a couple of first downs here and take most of the uh, time off of the clock here yep. in the fourth quarter. They can, they can salt this baby away, but, uh, again, they uh, – the uh, leading receiver coming into this game, Nugenbauer, with 475 yards. Nugenbauer has only got uh, two receptions in the game where he's hurt us is with his legs. They line him up on the, as one of the wideouts, and they'll bring him in motion and uh, actually don't hand it off. It's a, It would be called a forward pass. But, again, he, he just picks up good yardage. He gets good blocking outside. That was a gain of nearly 12. They fake the ball. Now they're going to give the ball to uh, Loudenberg, and he brings it for uh, a couple of yards up to the uh, 15-yard line. Titus Clay into the stop for the Hastings College defense. Pick up two yards in a play. Second down, eight yards to go. Dakota Westland with the ball. Now inside nine minutes to go. The ball is uh, sitting in their own territory down here at the 15-yard line. So Dakota Wesleyan spending all the time in the world here uh, between plays now, milking the clock. Dakota Wesleyan scored a couple of touchdowns in the first quarter of play. The Broncos have been playing from behind again today. 27 to nothing. Hastings unable to get the ball in the end zone in their their last series, despite taking the ball inside the two-yard line. Now Dakota Wesleyan fights forward here to about the 18. They're going to be about uh, five yards shy of a first down. Robinson picking up the first down for the uh, Hastings defense. 
Dakota Wesley now looking at third down. Third down here for uh, D-Dub. They're going to have about uh, six yards to go. The line of scrimmage is sitting at the 18-yard line. Down to under eight minutes to play now in the football game. Lester is uh, waiting for the snap here as they allow all the play clock to expire. Now he backs up. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught out here at the 25-yard line. Sprints forward to the 30. That's going to be enough for another first down. Reception is made there by Garrett Dieterman, the freshman out of Watertown, South Dakota. He's going to make the reception. Carlo Terrell is the guy back in coverage for Hastings to bring him down. Pick him up 13 yards on the play. First down, 10 yards to go. Tigers milking the clock now in the fourth quarter. They've got a big lead. 27 to nothing. Dakota Wesleyan with the lead, and the Tigers have the ball at the 30-yard line. Luster's got the troops set up. Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation, one to the left. Low snap. He grabs the ball. Look out. 35-40 outside. 45-50. 40 of Hastings. 30 of Hastings. 20 of Hastings. Loudenburg down to the 13-yard line. Loudenburg is a chase down there by the Broncos downfield. Titus Clay making the stop, but a huge run by Loudenburg. As he brings the ball, they're going to spot it down here at the 14-yard line. 56 on the run. He just got out of the open again. Uh, Loudenburg with a lot of speed. Wasn't able to outrun the uh, Broncos secondary, but he gets it deep into Bronco territory. Inside the 15, 620 and counting here in the ball game. And uh, DW looking for more. All right, so we'll see what the Tigers can do here from the uh, 14-yard line. Loudenburg again is going to get the call. Down to the uh, 10-yard line. Pick up a, about four yards in the play. We're going to call it uh, second down now. Second down for the Tigers. We're in the fourth quarter, and we're down to five minutes and 50 seconds to go in this football game. The Tigers on top of Hastings by the score of 27 to nothing. Look at the Tigers just out there uh, watching the time Took away as they watch uh, the signals from the uh, near sideline. They signal in the play here. Wide receivers left and right. Lester waiting for the ball. He fakes it. Now they're going to give the ball away to uh, Loudenberg, and he takes the ball down to the five-yard line. So he takes the ball down to the five. That should be enough for another first down. Well, the Broncos are going to have a lot of work to do during the offseason again. As, uh, for the well, that's not going to be enough quite for the first down. They're going to spot the ball here at the seven-yard line. Doesn't change the fact that the Broncos still have a lot of work to do during the offseason. It is uh, third down and uh, about a yard and a half to go, maybe two yards from the seven-yard line of Hastings College. Wide receiver splits out to the left side. The tight end is going to switch over to the right side of the formation. Lester... Uh, fake the ball, tries to get outside, and he's going to be stopped there. Titus Clay comes in and knocks him down for a loss of about a yard in the play. And now we've got a fourth down situation here for the Tigers, and here comes their uh, field goal team out of the field. Both these guys we remember very well. Remember Josh Enders? That's the guy. He's one. Remember Francois Bernard? Oh, yeah, that's the other guy. They are the two leading rushers. I'm still efforting numbers. 
uh, for career uh, marks, but I know at one time I seen on here that uh, Ender's uh, run for 278 yards against Hastings. There's been some backs up here that have uh, just run over us defensively. It only took you a quarter and a half to, to find out that information. Here comes the PAT. Ball is down. The kick is up. It is good. A little frosting on the cake there. A little frosting on the cake for the uh, Tigers of D-Dub. They hit a 35-yard field goal here. 3.55 to play in the fourth quarter. Dakota Wesleyan 30, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Tim plays 83-yard drive. Remember, they took that one off of the goal line, Jimmy. They got into a field goal range, and uh, Tate Gale hits on a 35-yard field goal. So they took that off of the goal line and uh, stuffed it right down the uh, Broncos' throat on defense. Yeah, after we had four attempts from inside the one-yard line and couldn't get it in. Was that the one? That's the one. That was the one. All right, here comes the uh, run-up and the boot. Hastings will grab the ball. Keith Markham here at the 18-yard line to the 20 to the 22. Broncos come back out on offense here. So Dakota Westland is going to wrap up the season with uh, with two straight wins. Last week, knocking off Jamestown. This week, knocking off Hastings. And the Broncos will start the uh, 2020 season on an eight-game losing streak. All right, so we've got Isaiah Jackson coming back out here for Hastings. Jackson fires the ball far side. That's going to be incomplete. Delivered low there to the uh, 29-yard line. Brenton Bell, the intended receiver for Hastings, delivered low down around his uh, ankles there. He did a very nice job coming up with those... uh, Coming up with those two names from well, the past. Yeah, yeah. I haven't Francois, been able to get numbers. Yeah. Francois Bernard. I remember him. Yeah. There's a pass to Martinez. Martinez to the 28-yard line. And Josh Enders, yeah. I, I think you're right. They ran for over 300 <laughs> yeah. yards against these things up at this place. Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, and uh, Lobberg's got that's, some that's, good career. That's numbers. probably why they had to replace the, 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 the grass field is because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's... Uh, Isaiah Jackson, he wants to throw. Penalty flags are down. Now the ball is knocked loose. It's picked up here by Dakota Wesleyan, and we'll check this out. Uh, It's going to go against Hastings. I think they're going to get Hastings with a hold, so it's going to go down as an interception. The ball popped loose. Let's Let's see if his arm was in motion there. It looked like Jackson was trying to throw the ball, but it was uh, knocked loose. It was, uh, it's going to be a holding call there. Oh, Oh, boy. Wow. Uh, all right, a defensive holding call there on uh, Dakota Westlane. So the Broncos avoid a turnover there, and they'll get uh, the ball in the first down up here. Three minutes and 13 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. It's 30 to nothing. Dakota Westlane has got the lead over Hastings. Tigers are 
having a, a fun time here today. In fact, they got two Tigers now as their mascots. Well, they get Tiger. Tired. Here's a uh, pass that's going to be caught here on the near sideline. Martinez will haul the ball in here at the 44-yard line. Yeah, they've got a, a big Tiger, and then uh, we've got a littler Tiger that appears to be in uh, some sort of training. Yeah, we got a big Tiger who's been here past several years. We've been up here. Now we got a smaller Tiger, too. There's a, there's a ball thrown to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Brenton Bell. Unable to come up with that one. Now Hastings looking at third down. Do you remember the uh, Cougar from Sioux Falls? Oh, that thing. They uh, they would do push-ups for every point that the the Cougar would score. And every time we played them, they'd bring a back-up back Cougar in. Because the first one, he'd about die a heat stroke in that outfit. All right, here's uh, Jackson. He wants to throw sprints out left side. There's a ball caught down there. Martinez grabs the ball. At the 45-yard line of uh, Dakota Westland. He's out of bounds. Well, they still do that. I bet they do. I'm sure they do, but, yeah, that was that was something else. Yeah, this is this is a little tiger, and I mean a little tiger. Yeah, he's, he's in training. Small steps for these tigers. First down, 10 yards to go. He sings with the ball at the Dakota Westland 45. There's another completed pass to Martinez. To the 40-yard line. They got about five yards in the play. Now you got to kind of wonder where this offense has been the, the past three and a half quarters. Yeah, all of a sudden, Martinez doesn't catch a ball in the first half, and now he's got uh, seven seven receptions, eight receptions in the football game. Here's uh, Jackson. He steps up. He wants to throw. Cocks the arm. Bounces off of a couple of would-be tacklers and then throws the ball on the far sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Yeah, Hastings has moved the ball into a Dakota Wesleyan territory. It is third down. Third down now for Hastings. They've got the ball at the Tiger 38-yard line. Third down and about three yards to go. A minute and 38 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. 30 to nothing is the score. Tigers have got the lead. Here's a Jackson. Winds up, throws the ball down the left sideline. That ball is going to be... Caught for the touchdown. Great play there by Stenhouse. Grabs the ball to avoid the uh, shutout, and the Broncos are on the board. Nice play. 42-yard pass and catch, and on that play, Stenhouse, the wideout on the far side, runs right down the numbers. Boy, their defender was there. How Stenhouse made that catch is absolutely incredible. That was just a, a good throw by Jackson. Put it in an area that just Stenhouse could come down with it. Big, big play. Stenhouse now with six touchdown catches on the season. We'll get his numbers. He's going to be over top of uh, 800 yards of receiving. Here comes uh, Bockel in the ball game for the PAT, and he drills the opportunity here. So 90 seconds to play in the game. The Broncos finally get on the scoreboard. Minute and 30 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Dakota Wesleyan 30, Hastings 7. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS online, HastingsLink.com. The Broncos are trailing here in the ballgame now by a score of 30-7. to Talked about uh, Stenhouse. Big play Stenhouse's numbers. I've got him unofficially 843, 843 yards on the year. Over 100 yards here and a acrobatic reception in the corner of the end zone down there for Hastings to get the first score of the game. Here comes an onside kick. We'll see how this fares. Bronco is going to be into the football. He gets the bounce, but they are going to recover things at the 45. Told you at halftime that Ohio State has got a game today against Rutgers, and they're favored by 53 points. Uh, 52, I believe it slid down a half. 52, they have played uh, 12 minutes. No, they have. Yeah, they played 12 minutes in the game so far, and it's 21 to nothing, Buckeyes. That's a good ball club. Even without Chase Young, their big defensive player, suspended for a few games. And Well, we're just going to have a take a knee here. They've got a new quarterback in the game going to take a knee. That's going to be the uh, runner. That's going to be Laudenberg coming in and taking the snap on the knee. They're going to have to take at least one more. And Dakota Westland yeah, is going to wrap up the year with a couple of wins. They're going to pick up two wins to end the season. Jamestown last week. Then they uh, beat Hastings here in this ball game by a score of 30-7. to Second down, 11 yards to go. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball on their own 44. They're just standing here at the uh, line of scrimmage. They'll take another knee, and that'll be about all she wrote. And now the work will start for Hastings College. They uh, find something here in the offseason, Jimmy, as uh, Hastings is going to ramp up the year with eight straight losses. It started off with a bang like the past couple of years have. We've gotten off to good starts, but we reached about week three, and things slide downhill. Well, they do, and, you know, one thing we've talked about in the uh, postgame shows with Tony all year long, it's been all the youth that they've played all year long, a lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomore, but it's going to be keeping that nucleus intact, getting them to buy in, get them in the weight room, get them bigger, get them faster, get them stronger. But, uh, boy, they do have a lot of work to do. An eight-game skid where Hastings College comes to an end here. And, uh, boy, it's going to be a long, long bus ride home. There's big old uh, Abdul Mari. He meets Coach Harp right at uh, midfield. Big old hug. A lot of seniors going out, but not the way they wanted to go out today with a loss here in Mitchell. All right, so this one uh, comes to an end today. Dakota Wesleyan knocks off Hastings. Final score of 30-7. to Back with the final numbers right after this. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the water park, Hastings. 
The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. K-H-A-S. All right, back here in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota today. The Broncos uh, drop one, the regular season finale to Dakota Wesleyan. Final score of 30-7. to Things did not uh, start off well for Hastings. We had a seven-yard punt following our first possession of the game. It gave uh, Dakota Wesleyan great field position at the 29-yard line. Five plays later, Luke... Loudenberg took it in from one yard out to uh, give the Tigers the lead 7 to nothing following the PAT. That occurred with 11.36 to play in the first quarter. They got the ball back later on in the first quarter, went on a nine-play, 68-yard drive. The quarterback, Zach Lester, took it in from 12 yards out. That made the score 14 to nothing after the first quarter. Hastings extended their streak to six games in a row without scoring in the uh, first quarter, and the Broncos were outscored during their six games, 104 to nothing in the opening period. Second quarter, they got a uh, blocked punt. Hastings did anyway. They got a blocked punt. It was picked up by Preston Emerson and returned for a scoop and score from the 10-yard line. PAT was no good. We were sitting at 20 to nothing in favor of Dakota Westland at halftime. First possession of the second half, the Tigers go on a nine-play, 77-yard drive as a Zach Lester throws a 38-yard pass to running back Luke Loudenberg. Point after touchdown was good. That made the score 27 to nothing. Tate Gale uh, adds a uh, 35-yard field goal in the fourth quarter to make it 30 to nothing. And then uh, late in the ball game, Hastings finally getting on the board. Isaiah Jackson throws a 42-yard touchdown pass to Keote Stenhouse. A point after touchdown was good. He sings on a nine-play, 77-yard drive to wrap up the season, and they drop this one here today. Final score of 30-7 to to Dakota Wesleyan. So Hastings is going to wrap up the season. Two wins and eight losses on the season, one and eight in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Final game numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. It's taken a whole year. You got through a her. A whole year. Got through her with, uh, with no script. No script. Just uh, let her fly off uh, right from the seat of my pants. But anyway, a tough loss for Hastings here today. We'll get you some final game numbers. For Dakota Wesley in the, in the football game, DW with uh, 30 rushes for 93 yards. Their uh, quarterback in Leicester threw it 18 to 33, one interception for 243. So 63 offensive plays for 336 yards for DW. They had 17 first downs in the football game. They had four penalties for 40 yards. They punted six times here in the football game. Individual leaders uh, rushing Luke Laudenberg. Uh, uh, finishes the game 16 carries, 78 yards. He had one touchdown in the game. Zach Lester had nine carries, just four yards, but he also 
had a touchdown in the uh, game. Receiving leaders, uh, we talked about Daniel Leibold, 11 catches, 108 yards for Leibold. The uh, next uh, receiver would be Luke Loudenberg. He had a couple catches out of the backfield, 56 yards. Loudenberg had that one touchdown in the football game, that coming from uh, 38 yards. For Hastings College in the football game, the Broncos struggled rushing again today. 39 carries, 87 yards for Hastings in the game. The two quarterbacks combined 15 of 35, no picks, 187 yards, and a touchdown. That was credited to Isaiah Jackson. So 74 offensive plays, 274 yards for Hastings in the football game. The Broncos with 14 first downs in the game. We punted seven times, had one block. That led to a touchdown for Dakota Westland. Two penalties for Hastings in the football game and uh, red zone scoring chances. 0 for 2 here today. Isaiah, uh, excuse me, Isaiah Jackson's uh, numbers, official numbers, 15 of 33, 187 and a touchdown. Jesse Ulrich threw one pass and Ryan Hunter, our punter, also threw a pass on that uh, fake. Rushing leaders, Brett Simonson uh, leads the way, 18 carries, 49 yards. Jesse Ulrich with 13 carries, 47 yards. Receiving leaders, Coyote Stenhouse, three catches and 91 yards. He had that miraculous catch in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown. And uh, the next guy closest to him was Anthony Martinez, five catches and 47 yards. Again, Ryan Hunter punted seven times for an average of 23.8 here today. Defensive leaders in the uh, football game for Hastings. Total tackles uh, leading the way is going to be the uh, senior, Abdul Marais. Seven total tackles in the football game. And uh, next to him was uh, Steele Willis with four tackles on the afternoon. But, again, not the way the Broncos wanted to end. We'll have Tony up here in a little while, and uh, we'll have to do our best to console him a little bit. But eight-game skid, again, you can you can look at all uh, all aspects of the game going into next year. It's one thing to keep everybody together, but they got to get on the same page. It's going to be a lot, a lot of work. But there was a lot of youngsters that got a lot of good playing time, and uh, they do have some talent on this squad. But uh, it's going to be very, very young. Going to take some lumps again. Uh, we'll see what uh, the coaching staff can do in the offseason. Kind of a unique deal going on right now. The uh, seniors for the Hastings College football team addressing uh, the rest of the, the underclassmen. The coaches have already talked, and now the uh, seniors up in front of the group uh, down in the end zone to our left. Each one of them is going to have a chance to uh, talk with a football team. So uh, they're they're getting together and they're saying their they're goodbyes for the uh, 2019 season. Stick around. we got the player of the game coming up next in the Coach's Post Game Show. You're listening to Bronco Football. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. 
They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Our Hastings College football coverage continues with the player of the game. Now back to the field to hear our candidates. Get Dakota Wesley and knocks off Hastings 30-7 here this afternoon. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Get Isaiah Jackson 15 out of 33 throwing the ball today. 187 yards with a touchdown. Uh, as far as uh, rushing is concerned, tough day today. Didn't break uh, 100 yards for the second straight game. Jesse Allridge attempted 13 rushes for 47 yards today. Uh, Brent Simonson, 18 rushes and 49 yards. Passing here today, Adrian Martinez had uh, five receptions, 47 yards. Quixote Stenhouse, three receptions for uh, 91 yards. All candidates for our, our player of the game today. And then uh, on defense, you had Abdul Mare come up with seven tackles to lead the defensive chargers with a half a sack and uh, two tackles for loss. There are candidates for the player of the game, but also Abdul Mare, he had the, uh, the seven tackles and also leading the uh, tackle charts for Hastings was uh, Seven Robertson, who had a couple of tackles for Hastings on defense. We'll come back and name our players of the game right after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Our players of the game tonight for uh, Hastings College uh, on offense, it will be Quixote uh, Stenhouse. Stenhouse coming up with three receptions and 91 yards in the ball game today with a touchdown. He ends the year with 827 receiving yards today with six touchdowns. So Quixote uh, Stenhouse will be our player of the game on offense today for Hastings. And on defense, it will be Abdul Mare. Mari comes up with uh, seven tackles, a half a sack, and two tackles for a loss today as the Broncos lose to Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 30-7. to Abdul Mare and Quixote Stenhouse are players of the game today for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game. Hastings College Football continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Hastings' link to Bronco Sports is KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time for the Coach's Post Game Show on KHAS Radio. Now back to the booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. 
Mitchell, Mitchell, South Dakota, is the coach making his way up to the uh, broadcast facility here this afternoon for the uh, final time for the uh, 2019 season. Get you some uh, scores maybe from the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Uh, Jamestown has got the lead in their ball game as they lead uh, Briarcliff 21-10. That is in the uh, fourth quarter of play. Midland has got the lead over Dort today, 28-14 there after uh, three quarters of play there. Hastings losing to uh, Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 30-7 to this afternoon as uh, Tony Harper joins us on the uh, post-game show. And, Coach, uh, Another rough afternoon, just uh, feelings on the game today. Well, we didn't come out uh, and play very well early on. We let them drive down to get a couple early scores on us, kind of been our M.O. We talked about it. Um, you know, we can't play from behind. We're not built for that offensively. And, uh, you know, special teams, again, hurt us today, uh, which, you know, with the block punt for the touchdown and their big returns. Um, we just, at times, we're not very consistent. Um, and, and Dakota Weston played hard today. Yeah, and special teams uh, not only killed you, it was a real killer early. We had a, a seven-yard punt. We had a one that was a blocked return for a touchdown. We had a, a field goal that was kind of uh, messed up on an attempt. So that cost us a lot of points right there. Yeah, and uh, when I'm, the next thing I'm going to say is there's three there's three things. There's special teams, there's defense, and offense, and that's the priority that we got to go. And today we didn't play very well on the special teams. we we got to get better in that situation. we got some good young kids. I think Bacco's going to be really good. Ryan Hunter's going to be really good. Those are good, two good young kids that took their lumps this year, but I think they're going to be very successful. We've got to surround them and get the right guys on those units. Talk about the line of scrimmage uh, quite a bit. I know we've had some injuries out there. We had some new guys playing, but I thought DWU got after us uh, on that offensive line. Uh, boy, Simonson had a hard time even getting started. He was chopped down by the lineman a couple of different times. They got pushed back into the backfield. Yeah, he didn't uh, He didn't really have a lot of room to run. I mean, that cat, that outside linebacker, overhang guy, um, he was unaccounted for half the time. And I don't know if we just missed the block on that or if that was our read guy at different times. Um, we really didn't give Brett an opportunity to do what Brett can do. And, uh, you know, they were able to get some pressure on us, too. Um, we threw a couple balls in the dirt. We just didn't play very well um, at times on that side of the football. We just weren't, we weren't consistent. And we got to be able to run the football in this league. And at the end of the game, that's what D-Dub. They broke a couple big runs on us, and that, that was the nail in the coffin. You know, you have to be able to run the football. And, uh, you know, Coach will get that thing worked out, and we'll get, we'll get better as we move forward. Yeah, second uh, week in a row that we rushed for less than 100 yards. And when you're in this league, you got to rush for uh, over 100 yards in a game. My philosophy is, if, is as defensive coach, if we give up 175 yards on the ground, you're going to lose the football game. So I expect us to run to 175 uh, per game. And, uh, you know, again, Coach, he had some guys out with various reasons. Um, and, and when you got a young backfield and we weren't being able to throw the football, Dakota Wesson was able to overload the box a couple times. And I don't care how good you are running the football. If they got an extra hat or two in the box, you're not going to be able to. That's when you got to be able to throw the football. But we have to run the football um, a lot more consistent um, than what we did this year. And that uh, complicates the matters when we get down inside the five-yard line. Again, I hate to beat a dead horse, but you got to be able to score when we have the ball at the two-yard line. And that's not the first time that that's happened today. Yeah, no, that wasn't the first time that's happened all this year. And I know we work on it. Coach coach works on that. I think what we need to do as a coach staff is we need to kind of evaluate some things and look some things in the in the mirror. And maybe we got to do a little bit more of that throughout the week. You know, you want to protect your guys a little bit so you can get them into the game. 
But if they're not prepared for it during the week when they come into the game, then you're not giving a service to the guys. So um, I think we got to reevaluate this entire program in regards to what we're doing in throughout the week without practice. Talk about another uh, offensive guy. Boy, I tell you what, this cat uh, had a great year, over 834 yards receiving is what uh, Stenhouse had. He makes a, a phenomenal catch in the corner of the end zone. I mean, the, the kid comes and he works hard all the time, and he's always out there trying to make uh, you know, a big play, but he comes down with some catches that are unreal. He'll go down in uh, Hastings College history as uh, one of the – one of the good ones on the uh, receiving side of things. And he's always a chipper guy. I mean, he's always going to be talking and doing some different things like that. And and, and it was good. You know, I think Quixote, um, again, I don't know if I said this last week or who I've said this to, but, I mean, this is a young man that's been living in Hastings, Nebraska for the last three years. This is the first time he's been able to get on the football field. And, uh, you know, I think it's a very special story with what Tay was able to do. You know, there's some things that we'd like to have back and some different things like that. But he's put him in self-position, and in, in a couple months he's going to walk across that stage with a degree. And he left a very impactful message to these guys after the game. He, the seniors talked to the team, and he basically said, hey, seniors, you laid the foundation. All right, you freshmen and sophomores and juniors that are coming back, build on this foundation. And for Tay to say that to those guys in that moment, and, and, and I'm very proud of him. Okay, Hastings uh, drops the regular season finale to Dakota Wesleyan today, 30-7. to Back with a final word right after this. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. All right, back here uh, with the coach. Hastings uh, drops one here today by a score of uh, uh, 30 to 7. We were just uh, kind of taking a look at the, the final stats. Again, we give up 336 yards, coach, but we lose by uh, 23 points. But that's uh, that's all the factors of the game. We already talked about special teams. That that probably costs us at least 12 points right there, if not more, 15. Yeah, yeah when you got to work on a short field, um, yeah, and people are going to look at, well, yeah, they worked on short field so they didn't get as many yards. I mean, we did some three and outs. I thought we were going to get a couple pump blocks there. Uh, with our punt return time, um, you know, f- philosophically from a defensive standpoint, our, our goal is to hold them to 375 or less. If we we're able to do that every game, we feel like we should be able to come out on top. I think defensively, we're going to be very, very solid in the future. I mean, you know, we lose some great guys in Kendall Oberheide, Abdul Mary, Hagen Tucker, um, some of those seniors. But you look at the guys we got come back, the entire secondary comes back, the entire linebacking core comes back, all of our D linemen play because Coach V does a great job. We got to continue to build on that because I think, you know, scores are one thing, and I know you're a stats guy, and if you look how the defense has kind of participated after that really bad senior day against Dort when we gave up all those yards, I think there's been some major improvement with those guys, but we just got to get better in this offseason. We've talked about that, and then we did here just a minute ago. You know, we've had uh, a lot of losses in a row, eight to, to be exact. I know you know that, but uh, you have played an enormous amount of young kids, freshmen and sophomore, all year long. That gives them great experience. But boy, you look at, you just mentioned on the defensive side of things. I look on the defensive side of things. You got Allrich coming back. You got his buddy Simonson coming back. I mean, you've got some some wide receivers out there. I mean, you've got a lot of linemen you put into positions in there. So, I mean, there's. You can go home on a long bus ride home with a frown, but you've got to have in the back of your mind a pretty 
pretty happy thought process going on with what's coming back into this program. You know, we're, we're excited. I mean, Coach Head, Coach V, all those coaches did a great job recruiting what we did last year. I mean, we bring in the numbers that we brought in last year and, and to maintain and retain those, that's going to be a big thing for us. And the guys, they got to understand this, okay? Yeah, we got lost eight in a row. All right. And but you can pick and choose from almost every single game on each side of the football and in special teams something that you did right. You can also look at something that you did wrong. We got to improve on the things that we did wrong, but we got to see the big picture. We got to stay the course. You know, you're a couple plays here. If we get a stop or if, or if we get down here, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And these young guys and we as coaches and I as the head coach got to do, a, uh, we got to do a great job this offseason putting these guys in these positions, you know, and I respect the heck out of Coach Simple. And again, D-Dub played a great game today. First thing out of his mouth when he, when he came over and shook my hands, he goes, Coach, you got some great kids. You know, you're dang right we do, and uh, we just got to get a little bit more bigger. We got to get a little bit more physical, and we got to play a little bit more faster. We need to reevaluate ourselves and what we're doing schematically and making sure we're putting those guys in position to make plays. I now want, uh, I guess, the, the long process uh, starts for us. This might be the, the toughest part of being a head coach is when the season ends. Yeah, um, I'm going to take some time to, to, to decompress, and I'm going to get back in the office tomorrow morning. Got the GPAC conference call at that time. We've got a team meeting on Monday at 4.30, and we're going to get back. We're going to get on the road. We're going to do some recruiting. Um, Coach V, Coach Head will be out on the road early this week, and what we're going to do, though, is here's the thing. And, and everybody loves to throw this word around, this retention thing, you know. That's great that we got all these first-year guys playing, but now we got to keep these first-year guys. We can't have these guys just say, oh, it was tough. i got to move on. No, we got to be able to keep them we got to be able to grow, and we got to focus on ourselves. You know, when you bring back potentially as many guys as we're going to have this year in the spring ball, we got to really focus on our in the weight room. We got to get stronger. We got to get bigger. We got to be able to do those things. And just because we're kind of in this lull here now before turkey break, and then we go into Christmas break, and the guys get to go home and eat good food, and they come back in January when it's cold, we got to keep hammering these guys every single day. You don't want to be two and eight again. All right. We want to be better than that. We want to flip this schedule around next year. And, and to do that, we got to get back to work on Monday. That's what we got to do. We, we can't dwell in the past. We got to learn from it. We got to move this program forward and keep working. You, you talked about uh, looking at some certain aspects of your program. What are some of the things that we've got to correct, uh, get better at, uh, get rid of? Mm hmm. I tell you this right now, and this is honest God's truth. I'm going to look you right in the eyes. I, would, I do not want to get rid of a single one of our players. Our players have bought in. There's no quit in these kids. They are working their butts off. And now what we got to do as coaches and what I got to do as the head coaches, I got to freaking work with these guys all the time and make sure we're on the same page with them. And uh, take care, Coach Frank. And uh, I got some guys I know up here. Let's get some of those guys. Yeah, you, you, you kind of know the surroundings. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it, what were you asking me? Oh, yeah, no. We got to be able to run offensively. We got to be able to run the football. We got to get bigger up front. We got to make quicker decisions. We got to catch the football. All those little things like that. We got to work cohesively as one unit on that side of the football. Defensively, we got to we got to replenish the ranks up front. We got to decide are we a forty front or are we an odd front. That's what we got to say. We played a lot of forty front today. Saw some good things. Now, are we going to be more of a man to man team or are we going to be more of a zone team? So philosophically, that's what we got to look at and we got to really judge the talent that we got coming back, which I think is very very good. Special teams, I like our kicker and punter, and we got to make sure we look at are we putting our guys in position. To, to, to be successful uh, but I tell you you know that those are the things that we got to look at but I, I can say this every guy we got on this team that stays here they're in 
they're locked and loaded. They're ready to go. We just got to make sure we stay to the standard and continue to improve. Did All right, answer, my man. your question? I think it did. If not, I I if not, I, I know where you uh, have an office at. I'll, I'll, I'll chase <laughs> no, you down. I, I won't see you until spring ball. Now I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be on the road. I will tell you one thing. We've been around in the high school ranks. Now we've got. If you're uh, you're needing a little advice, we can probably off the record, <laughs> off the uh, radio, probably get together. We've seen some talent out there, but I know you've probably got a pretty good eyeball on some of those kids. I so. tell you, we we will take all the insight that we can get from you <laughs> at any point in time off the air. Uh, but I tell you, Coach Head does a one heck of a job of recruiting the state in Nebraska. I mean, just look at the guys he got. He got Jesse. He got Brett. He got Clayton Shoemaker, Dustin Burgett. We got some guys there. We just got to stay, and he does a great job recruiting. And Coach V will bring in his guys, and uh, we just got to make sure they fit with the standard that we have right now. All right, Coach. Always uh, an interesting year. Never, never ends the the way we kind of anticipated. But uh, you gave us some uh, some entertaining uh, entertaining weeks, at least. I tell you what, I'm a, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my name out on the line right now. Okay, you you better be ready for a ride next year. You better be a ride because we're excited and we're looking forward to it. Hey, you know what? Let's let's just set a goal right here. You know, we've been around for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. We go way back to the uh, A.H. Jones days is how long we've been around. We're going to date I got beat. I got beaten A.H. Jones a couple times, so well, I know you, about that. You know what's really good about uh, this, this uh, time of year hmm. is tomorrow – we could uh, head back home and get in your office, and we'll wait for a call from the NAIA next year and uh, letting us know where we're going. Yeah. Hey, you know what? How about that? Put it on a docket. Put it on the calendar right now. Let's plan on it. That'd be good. I'll bring the refreshments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Tony, thanks a lot. It's been a great year. Thank you guys for your support. Yeah, that's uh, Tony Harper, the head coach for uh, Hastings College. The Broncos have uh, finished things out here today, losing to Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 30-7. to seven. So Hastings... Uh, We'll finish out the year with a mark of two wins, eight losses, one and eight in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. So before they uh, lock the door and uh, <laughs> shut us down here, Jimmy, we better uh, move to the uh, to the next stage, so to speak. Better move on. And uh, like I said, the ride will end for us for uh, momentarily for a few months. Uh, you'll be taking on. You've already been uh, fast and furious into uh, basketball. The high school season will we'll get going here uh, in about another month. But uh, the Bronco men and women playing very well. You talk about the men at 5-1. Uh, and one. I believe Billy's team, uh, the only loss they had was a tip in at the buzzer. So they've, uh, they've got a good season going. Gina's got a good season going uh, with their girls. So best uh, wishes to them. We'll turn everything off to you. You and Gino can travel around to the beautiful sights and sounds of GPAC basketball in uh, the winter months here in uh, Iowa and uh, South Dakota. But uh, thanks for having me along again. I hope I'm able to do it again next year. And uh, if I am, we'll see you in uh, the heat of the summer for the Sertoma 8-Man All-Star Game, which is where we usually get this thing cracked up. But uh, thanks uh, for having me along. It's been a lot of fun again. All right, Hastings uh, dropping this one again, 30-7 to to Dakota Wesleyan. Stick around. The fifth quarter is coming up next on 1230 KHS. You've been listening to the Hastings College Coaches Post Game Show. Hastings College Football is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports and KHAS Hastings. 
On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. It's time now for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. 